I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> now, Mace be the man want to see you doing good. I don't want to get rich, leave you in the hood. Girl, in my eyes, you the baddest. The reason why I love you because you don't like my status. You, I don't want to see you in a carriage living average. I want to do my thing so we can be established. Hey, welcome to the Black Cow Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, that's the first one they got a kiss after. He blew a kiss to the camera. Yeah, that is also the creepiest um, voice. I felt like he was going to put on a dress. <laughs> he was going to put on a dress made of skin after this and get in the mirror and put lipstick on. Yeah, that's why he had to pause before he started. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> let me make sure i got my voice right let me make sure i'm on point before i do this <laughs> well for everybody uh if you don't know by now um you know we have a guest of the show that's been on the show before you can find him on the single simulcast um on itunes stitcher podomatic mm-hmm. um everything and everywhere you can go to his website single simulcast.com you can follow him on twitter at rashani and it's r-a-s-h-a-n-i-i What's going on, Shani? How you doing, dog? Man, I'm so good. I, I, I'm unable right now to officially call it, but the Lord is good. Life is good. Um, it's a beautiful day out here in Cali, and the show plays on, you know, just enjoying where I'm at right now. Let's just put it like that. Bella just had an 11th birthday yesterday, so let me Ooh. give a quick shout-out to my dear daughter, Bella. Bing! You're probably not going to see this till you turn, like, 21, but... <laughs> You know, just know that back 10 years ago, daddy loved you a lot more than he loves you now that you're 21 and you're actually having sex. <laughs> I like that, um, one, you already have decided that she will be having sex by 21. That's very realistic of you. Yeah. Um, and then two, um, I like that you called it a good day and it's only seven, like, out there, so. You know what? Somebody <laughs> told me once that every morning that you wake up is instantly the best day of your life. Mm. And at my job, it's really the only way you can think about it. Because <laughs> you wake up at six or five and it's the best day of life. And then you step into the office and all this stuff just, just starts falling on you. So it's like, you know what? I just got to keep this mindset early. So even at this early point in the day, I already know it's going to be splendid. It's going to be a good day. I hear you, man. Talk it to power, man. Um, of course, uh, the, the, we were on Rashani's show um, with the ink, um, like, two weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh the last time rashani was on our show was actually the day that we covered um that defunct i guess it didn't even get off the ground it was like a pilot trailer for shoddy low and his baby mamas yes and uh that was one of my favorite episodes we ever did man like i i, I still think about that episode because i had so much fun and did not expect it went way too long but in a good way you know like just the shit kept being funny so it's like well let's play two more minutes and see if we can laugh at that too so uh you ever wonder how somebody feels when they put out a reality show like they're thinking people are gonna like this and it just immediately crashes and burns how do they feel right when it just falls out the window and they're like damn that bad and I'm getting petitions for this? Like, that bad? Like, mama, you too? I saw your name on it, mama. What? You know Ray Ray. And I was just, when I thought about that show, yeah. 
and how he crashed so hard. I just, I honestly, I stopped. I was like, I'm not, I'm never going to talk bad about Shorty Low again. I, I'm, I swore it off. I'm done. And then like a month later, I was like, fuck that nigga. Yeah. How long, like my thing for him is like, when he was in the, the meeting where they were like, look, man, there's petitions. We don't want the show on the air. NAACP's getting involved. I wonder if he's sitting in there like, but y'all know about love and hip hop and basketball wise, right? Ain't that like, the truth. Is my shit Mob that wives. much worse? I mean, come on now. Yeah. Like he had to be like, well, why is mine worse? It's just like, you are setting the race back for sure. <laughs> Like but, you can make but a these difference. niggas over here, the one who gave the engagement ring to his fiance and his baby mama, that yes. shows okay. Right. Like I would love to see them explain to him why that is much different, and his show had to go because that that shit didn't even get <laughs> off the ground, man. Nope. That was, but that was good though. You know, that was back before good we ignorance. That was back before we had a fucking with black people segment on the show, but it would have clearly made it. Of course, one of the top ten of all time. That would have been a hundred points for sure. Um, well, this is the Black Guy with Tips podcast. You can find us a bunch of places. Uh, but, uh, easiest, just go to the blackguywithtips.com. Uh, you can sign up for our premium shows. You can do stuff like donate to the site. You can, uh, like us and give, like, our Facebook page right from there. Donate your account right from there. Ton of options to help out support the show. You can also leave us five star reviews on iTunes. If you're not from the U.S., let us know what country you're from. We'll make sure we read it on the air. We will. Regardless of content. Yesterday we had a five star review that turned into like, Hey, I didn't like when you said that being called a nerd when you were a kid, the same was, was uh, close to being called white when you're a black kid growing up. And we had a long conversation about it. And that was, you know, dude put in a five star review. So I'm telling you right now, we don't care. You know, the five-star review does not have to just be y'all are the greatest ever. I love y'all. It, it, you know, you might have some real shit to get off your chest. Although I do wonder when someone else is reading reviews for the show to see, like, if they should download it. If they, if they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Rod and Karen are great. Okay, cool. Um, being called a nerd is not. Uh, what, this what, is, what, what is this, what is this about? <laughs> we, we so badly want to put this show on the new and notable page. Have you read their damn reviews? What are the reviews? Yeah. somebody put on there i gave five stars now rod you say you like chicken what, what, what right. <laughs> five stars i support steve harvey steve harvey's not on this show and tyler perry what's right. going on here um, false advertisement the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme <laughs> that sounds like some dangerous bullet ball <laughs> put on your skin dress and pull out them whips and chains. <laughs> right. I want you, you to have the lotion too. <laughs> you better rub it all over you. I want you to be me. Come on, girl, do it harder. Well, uh, and after you get the lotion, can you pass me that lard? Cause it's a catfish cookout, and I'm gonna make it in. But I'm not going to give you jack shit if you don't put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't even remember what I was talking about before this. Oh, yeah. Boulevard oh, that like the dungeon. Um, <laughs> we're sponsored today. Double sponsor. Uh, Shadow Dog Productions. They just want you to do something simple. Probably the easiest thing you can do. Go to ShadowDogProductions.com while you're there. Check out the audio play page, um, from anything from a couple of bucks or check out the movies, which costs a couple of dollars. Um, and you can get all kinds of stuff, instant 
access to hour-long movies instant access to uh you know audio plays you can download or they'll even uh have dvds that they will mail you and stuff like that man um we appreciate people that check them out uh hit up the site we have our own page over there and we're audio play professionals at this point yes and uh, you guys can hear it for yourself so uh i would do that if i were you um they also if you like to pitch in on their cancer charity project you can hit the twitter hashtag shorts for cancer and it's the number four shorts for cancer um or follow them on at shadow dog productions uh shadow dog prod on twitter and catch up with what they have going on um i know that's a big uh thing that's near and dear to dexter's heart Mm -hmm. and he's always talking about it so yeah shorts for cancer or follow them at shadow dog prod um always it's always funny though because like charities to fight cancer are it always have like it's always like so-and-so for cancer this for cancer the the marathon for cancer and it's always like well it's not for cancer it's against cancer like i would change all my stuff to against cancer like maybe i could rack up i could be the biggest like um i might could like monopolize the game because i'll be the first charity that's like fuck cancer uh you know slap cancer in the I'm balls with cancer. my shirt you know slap cancer in the balls. right shorts against oh. cancer I'm shocked that no gamer has made tea bag tea bag cancer yet. I'm just mm-hmm. I've waited for it for so long. Um, but they have so many different things going on with cancer right now. We got the uh, extra life group going on with their uh, 24 hour video game marathon. Look, y'all, I'm usually I'm a very jovial type person, mm-hmm. but uh, Mom Dukes just got uh, hit up. She uh, remissed our. Uh, you know, I don't even know the word for it because yeah. it's too early. But uh, she relapsed. just had surgery. Yeah, she relapsed. She just had surgery last Monday uh, to remove another lump. So if y'all can do anything to help Dexter out, to, it's not even helping Dexter out. It's just fuck cancer. For right. real. Yeah. Bend it over, find its butt, and fuck it in the ass with a broomstick like LL Cool J on N2D. Which, by the way, is the worst title for a movie when you're gonna have anal rape i'm just gonna yeah, put that there it really the is it but really is help out any way you can um because we need it and and if you want to make it more personal to be completely honest my mama needs it so right. there's that exactly man it affects so many people's lives and uh you know it's always cool when people um you know put when people want to help people man so yeah shorts for cancer yeah. at shadow dog pride Make sure you guys yeah, do y'all, that. Yeah, y'all go and support. Yeah, uh, I guess for breast cancer, I'll be titties against cancer, nipples against cancer. <laughs> right. You know? Swing them breasts against cancer. Yeah, everything's always for cancer. It's like, man, why are we helping them out at all? Like, let's go against it. Um, of course, our, our other sponsor is tweakedaudio.com. Uh, go there, put in the code TBGWT when you check out. You get three, 33% off of any of the earbuds in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have all kinds, man. They got earbuds, they got mics on them, so you can hook it up to your phone. And while you're working out at the gym or you're sitting at your desk, you get a phone call, boom, you can just talk straight through your uh, earpiece. People like that. Um, you can also do stuff like, I don't know, have a lifetime guarantee. That's right. 
nothing in life comes with a lifetime guarantee anymore Mm-mm-mm. except for death and taxes yeah, well that's why i said them them headphones gonna outlive you so you know you don't get your money's worth right i would will see i would <laughs> i would will my headphones to my loved ones yeah and if i pass on you sending a lifetime guarantee i know it's so we would get it we would get over because they didn't say whose lifetime yeah, right? that's the truth they don't know that they were my headphones and not my great 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 grandfather uh granddaughter and see you, you have, do that see you officially will have something to pass down for generations they'll be like mm-hmm. my great 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 dad granddaddy aren't these well had these headphones i know it was 52 years ago but you said lifetime guarantee exactly and when it's all said and done and wally three comes out and wally's wearing the tweaked earphones <laughs> right <laughs> and mm-hmm. the roach is next one making the sound too like he's listening yeah respect respect when they break you can just send them in too it's like damn robots gonna live forever but um make sure y'all do that man because uh it helps the show out we get a little cut every time you guys buy something so mm-hmm. appreciate that we do uh i had my fantasy football draft yesterday uh well one of them i have to do two more today and then i'll be done um and the one thing about fantasy football draft that people don't talk about um my favorite part of fantasy football draft especially in person is the shit talking afterwards um yeah which is a little different than doing it online yeah like the draft takes a good couple of hours, hours. maybe mm-hmm. you know and that's cool you you know you have some beers you, you know we had tacos afterwards made jokes but um we really spent like an extra hour and a half going in on each other's teams because everybody made at least one mistake <laughs> and uh that was fun that like i i think it's underrated so if you guys get a chance to do fantasy football draft and you can do one offline i suggest you do it man like i know a lot of people in today's society the internet is so convenient they do a lot of stuff for you but if you can get involved i think more people would enjoy fantasy football if the offline part of it kind of took its took its own life you know like uh we used to go to the bar together everybody from our fantasy football draft so you know, we be playing fantasy football together. We be talking shit to each other's faces during the game. Yep. And that made that league more fun because you were actively being, you know, making jokes and shit like, oh, did he just twist his ankle? Because you knew that the dude watching was thinking, did he just twist his ankle? And yeah. that could be like the end of his season. So you just keep talking it up like, yo, man, I ain't seen Adrian Peterson in the game for like five <laughs> minutes, dog. Well, the defense is on the field. I don't even see him yeah, on the sideline, they start, though. They start panicking. And I yeah. uh, remember I wasn't in. I've never played none of those leagues that Roger play. I play in Roger All Black League. We play yeah. with our boys uh, from college. And when I went with them, it would be funny. I'd be like, I got so-and-so. They'd be like, I got so-and-so. So then me and that person, we could, we got a bond. Right. We would literally we'll be cheering for the same person. Mm-hmm. And it would be one of them things where uh, you would be like, yes. So you'd be like, oh. like. And, and the thing is that. You can see the hurt in the other person's eyes, and you can see the joy in the other person's eyes. Right. So it was heartfelt. Get offline, guys. You know what? I would love to, um, but out here in Sacramento, the only people I know who do fantasy football um, also don't have cars. Oh, so they'd be the folks who are like, "Hey, let's all get together <laughs> and do fantasy football." And what they really mean is, can you pick me up right. and drive me back to your house where you have a good TV? And can you cook? You know, I'll mm. bring cups. Yeah, that, um, that's not and good. nice. Yeah, it wouldn't be nearly yeah. as fun if I had to have them all over. Because uh, most of my white people, that get way too drunk and rowdy. But 
uh i wouldn't mind having them at a if you can go to a bar and watch yeah, that, a bunch of that, that's what we did we went to a bar and we would literally and man we would get there early we we got so uh i guess good or bad according to the restaurant we had like a reserved table whatever like hey 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 y'all can't take this table you can see right. anywhere else but here and like we would literally show up like twelve thirty. You know, oh, and, and, and be there to like the eight o'clock game and don't let the eight o'clock game be good shit. We'll be there till that will go off too. Right. Oh man, I'm sorry, Karen. When you said y'all can sit anywhere, but you can't sit here, I immediately thought back to that family in South Carolina who was told not to <laughs> eat at the restaurant. Right. Be- because of the white woman who said they looked threatening. Yeah, well, we were going so often, I feel like we could have done that to other people. We just didn't. Like, we could have been like, ooh, not those Negroes. And then they, <laughs> yeah. they would have came over like, I'm sorry, uh, you can't sit here. Uh, the, yeah. They come in every week. Uh, they spend a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, they spend a lot of money. You know, uh, we don't even do the 25 cent ring specials, but they buy so much fucking wings that we will keep the 25 wing specials for them. And, you know, we don't even do the mug specials. They had even, like, designed their own mugs. Mm-hmm. At Bailey's, where they would order, and they would like come out with like a mug that they about to have drawn on I like think, kids' paintings. I think I still have my mug there. And, Y'all all do, yeah. yeah. If you go back and order, they probably will pull your mug off the wall. Yeah, they spelled my name wrong and everything. That was that should have been a sign that that That's place. Dope. We um have a place out here. It's like one of those Jamba Juice type places, mom and pop shop. And Nisha and I went in there when they first opened up, and so they uh have our picture up on the wall, and um. We went back over there a few weeks ago and hadn't been back in years and saw how skinny we were uh, and and how much younger we were uh, (laughs) when they first took that picture. And so we paid them to take it down. Um, (laughs) So I I would have much rather have done a mug, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, that might have been more embarrassing. Although, but I wanted to tell you to take it down because I was skinnier in two. Yeah, you know, be like, oh, no, I was looking good. Take that down. Yeah, yeah, we framed it in our house. We were like, we we want that. We want this with us. It's right. like, you know, you can have this cup. Right. I'm gonna use this my avatar. Then I'm gonna go online catfishing. <laughs> um. So I forgot two things yesterday. We had two emails that I forgot to put in our email box for our feedback show. So Karen, if you don't mind, uh, let's do a little bit of bonus feedback that we yeah, forgot to do. We skipped it. We sorry, y'all. Yeah. My bad, guys. It's an encore. Tanisha Hewitt says what up y'all i've it's been so long since i wrote in i don't feel it it necessary to be like hey y'all i'm still listening but i am and i never miss a show uh so it's been so long that she was like what if y'all you know y'all might think i'm not a fan no more nope i just stopped writing and i said hey that's cool we ain't mad at you yeah i assume you know what's funny though i do assume that people constantly stop listening to the show yeah um, bounce in and out pick episodes pick yeah, and choose. i just never have a ad- any attitude about, about it because mm. i n- don't think you owe us to listen and honestly uh if you were to be like um i got other shit to do fine I be mad well i actually prefer when people don't tell us when they stop listening yeah <laughs> i don't want to know yeah i don't, yeah. don't want to have no hard feelings yeah. And don't no, feel like you owe most, us or yeah because i know sometimes people hit the hashtag be like hey i had listening six months Baby, you know, you we, we okay with that. Like, yeah. like, uh, no tears are shed. Right. You know, um, and the thing about it is that, you know, when we look at the downloads, we know who's out there. Well, we don't know, like, you individually, but we yeah. can see the numbers. So yeah. it's one of those I, things, but we don't take it personal. I think the best way to put it is in the immortal words of the poet Mario Winans. I don't want to know 
Right. If you're skipping shows, keep it on the low. <laughs> yeah, I, like that's the thing is like um when people do skip shows, I always wonder what it is that makes them listen to this show and not that one. And then uh I always wonder like and then if they decide like to not listen at all, I always wonder why they let us know cuz like sometimes people let us know to be mean, sometimes people let us know to be nice. Like you you don't got to let us know. We're we're cool guys. <laughs> I don't. We like, can all I, be friends. We, it's, yeah, yeah. It's only gonna be awkward, and it's only gonna make me think weird things. Let's just not even fuck with my head like that. Let's just let's just pretend that nobody listens, and I and I can keep saying stuff about how much I jack off, and we can just act like it's in a <laughs> vacuum. Um, a few comments of the on them dude rows. Fuck them, and kudos to you for not wanting to retaliate <laughs> and not wanting your fans to retaliate. Classy. You did exactly what I would have done. Them hating on you isn't changing any of your ratings, and it isn't discouraging people against listening to your show. In fact, I have a feeling that some of their fans downloaded a few of your shows and liked it. They may be in the closet about it, and since they have to do the dude bro mentality, uh, but they listening nonetheless. So again, fuck them. Wouldn't that be funny if like four months down the road, it's like, yo, man, heard of your show from this racist show that was picking on y'all and I uh, really like it. Yeah, uh, I, I really disagree <laughs> with them dudes. I didn't realize how much. Yeah, I you, didn't disagree with them at first, though. Let me just make that <laughs> completely clear. Initially, you were niggers. Right. Now yes. you're niggas. I just want you to know that uh, I accept <laughs> you two black motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> these other niggers out here can't touch your style. Did I say that right? I, I, you know, and I think you did. And also, I wanted to let you know i realized that black folks do tip and i was like hey they tip i right. got to check them out <laughs> after two hey, months you know, i've decided to pick back up my uh job as being a panhandler because black guys do tip <laughs> thank you after two weeks of calling you niggers non-stop i took time to listen and was laughing uh to <laughs> to friend to friend Uh-oh. gabby side oh yeah don't you love it when people get in their feelings about something that you generalize but do nothing to help you understand their point of view why are you mad though i still don't know exactly why Your she friend. was mad but no. like i said she was that type of crazy that had already had a conversation with me in her before mind. i even talked to her so she had all like she started at step seven and I was on step one, like, hi, my name is Rod, and I would like to, oh, really? Hmm, well, I apologize. What happened? I don't, oh, and uh, you're already done. Well, thank you. Oh, fuck my wife. I did not know that was going to happen. Thank you. <laughs> um, she says, either stop doing what what you're doing or embrace it and keep moving. Ugh, people are so dumb in my Antoine <laughs> Dyson voice. <laughs> you are really dumb. Um, really, really dumb. On another note, I am so excited for about all your spinoff shows. Kudos to you both for having a hobby and turning it into a full-time thing, much less monetizing it. Not all of us can do that, and for that, I am super envious of you. I am not a premium subscriber, but I am interested in listening to a few of the spinoff shows. Have you ever considered offering your premium car, uh, content a la carte format? We did, but honestly, man, we need stability in our pricing model, and that's really all it was to it. It was just like... It, we can't have it where it's like, oh, we made a bunch of money this month because I interviewed so-and-so and then we didn't do shit in the next week because people didn't like that person, even though the interview might have been just as good. They just heard the title or something or heard who was yeah. on it and they decided like, I don't want to listen to this. Um, plus, I mean, honestly, I, as we've had people attest to, um, we would rather give you way too much content. Yeah for $15 and then have people be like, wow, I can't even keep up. This is so good. Um, then, then. And then cherry pick at their own will. 
um or own discretion i'd rather do that and i also think that a lot of times people like stuff and they give it a try only because they didn't have a choice like there's a lot of people that are like well i don't want to hear karen talk about cooking and food and then you listen to the show and you're like oh that was actually pretty good yeah we've actually had people hit us up go hey i you know i got this for the sports but you know what damn it i love karen cooking or i right. you know or i like to hear karen cooking i'm not a nerd but i like nerd off so a lot of right. people get it and you will branch off and listen to shit that you never really actually thought you would like yeah leonard brothers i think when we first started hit us up and was like should i listen to this nerd off show i'm not a nerd and I now i don't know if he's missed the show yet like he hasn't i see him tweeting it all the time i see him in the live chat like he wouldn't have known that shit if he would have just judged a book by his cover so i would personally rather have everybody have access to everything um it, you know if they if they feel like it and then they can pick on their own like if they don't want to mess with it or whatever mm-hmm. um and 15 dollars a month was a, a number that i just felt comfortable with like yeah. people like that's something that i might you know not get coffee or you know not get a couple snacks out the snack machine i would have that over the course of a month easily so you know um but i understand people don't got it and don't feel obligated to do anything obviously uh you don't have to yeah we just thank you for the love and support um i kind of like how you got how you can buy single episodes on itunes but it's a much better deal if you buy the album don't get me wrong i like heatedly i wholeheartedly love and support you guys but i don't really get into nerd talk see at least not about video games comics and movies like you guys do however i have been itching to hear the full convos that rod had with ebony from catfish and his convo with scar from scarcasm live podcast it's just an idea it's all right if you don't or can't right now thank you for still offering free shows you guys are definitely on my christmas list don't worry it'll be in the form of a donation not a fruitcake lol take care tanisha thank you tanisha Mm -hmm. thank you we appreciate it um and uh thank you for the support man and the second one that i missed was howard everybody knows howard smith tyrone smith the third or second or fifth or something um you know he wanted them smiths from fayetteville thoughts on this week's shows hi rod and karen love this by the way uh shout out to howard because i knew i must have missed something with the email because we ended the show and then our phone started ringing mm-hmm. and i was like what the show over and it was like howard smith and i was like oh shit <laughs> i was like uh i we didn't read his email this week did we no okay i put it in the wrong folder oh I, so, I, I didn't even know yeah it took me like five seconds to figure i was like why the fuck is he calling in the show over um hi rider karen love this week's show it's been a tough week on my end but hearing your joyful voices have been my umbrella in the rain Anyway, here are some of my thoughts on the week shows. 534, you are correct. Lists are objective, but yes. Wait, lists are subjective is what I said. I think that's what he meant. Ah! Because that's the opposite of... All right. But yes, it's fucked up. No black women on the list. My IQ goes up 20 points when Karen goes on her rants. Oh, Lord. Also, SVU making an episode that combines two real-life scandals. I'm not shocked, but I will watch the episode just to see if it is as bad as the Chris Brown Rihanna episode. He's talking about the SVU episode that's going to be about um, Paula Dean, Paula Dean and Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Martin. So yeah, Paula Dean basically shoots Trayvon Martin in the Law and Order universe over butter. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be good. Um, Five thirty-five. I, I hate that black people. I hate that we as black people are the ones who care about that. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of hate that the ratings will get a little bump because we will all have to check it out to be like, let's see how far these motherfuckers went this time. 
you know and in the end case she gets away with it or something anyway 535 mcdonald's gets chicken not sure if that makes me paranoid or just racist that i think it's a plot to kill black people they've always had chicken howard these are chicken wings which maybe that's more diabolical i don't know crispy chicken fresh lettuce Oh, and they charge you a dollar per wing. Do they not know chicken is cheaper than that? Yeah. Um, no, they, they don't because they don't use real chicken, Karen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they, they charge you for the scientists. They was like, Senator Senators is the scientist. Right. They, they brought it back to life like the, uh, the, the Jurassic Park, which is all eating like pieces of pterodactyl. Nobody knows. Don't um, have every nigga like, I ate the bone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ate the bones. Well, our bones are edible, so... <laughs> They're, they're made out of ketchup, sir. Yeah, the scientists, the scientists made the bones out of ranch. You don't yes. even need dipping sauce. You know what? Let's be real. If they made that, niggas would go wild. If the bones made out of hot hot sauce, or ranch yeah. like built inside, so when you bite, it's already ranching the yeah. inside. I would, I would try that shit. I'm surprised somebody hasn't made like those microwavable type chicken nuggets mm-hmm. that ranch is in the middle of them already <laughs> and you mm-hmm. just money mustard barbecue sauce whatever flavor it's already in there you know somebody tried it it just must be scientifically impossible at this, at this point time it's time but somebody is like somebody is not working on cancer right now <laughs> to make that shit a possibility dude that was like cancer uh, no nah, fuck cancer uh what what cancer says like no nah, what i need to work on is taking this needle and sticking it in this chicken nugget right i want to be sure the cure for cancer no but i have found the cure to the answer why don't we have chicken (laughs) with hot sauce in it (laughs) right it's just that one and then make it racist it's just that one black scientist that won't it's like but but jerome you are smartest scientist he's like y'all don't pay enough mcdonald's pay more we're so close to curing aids Mm -hmm. yeah but agree my (laughs) my biggest my biggest calling is to bring chicken to my people i promise big mama yeah, because <laughs> right. Texas Pete sponsored this. Cancer ain't sponsoring shit. Uh, right. Uh, McDonald's gets chicken. So okay. All right. The VMAs episode five thirty three scare me because for me as a young person, I stand in fear that not only will some of the stars on this show grow up to vote, nigga, they already old enough to vote. Miley Cyrus is twenty one. I don't think nobody knows that Miley Cyrus is twenty one. No, everybody still look at her as Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. people think this people think this chick is still sixteen. That's why she well, put that's, that's because her body has not aged. She's no. like Stacy Dash, but in a bad way. Right. Yeah, no, she hadn't aged. That's why she pulling her pussy out and shit, man. Like she's just she just wanna be y'all to know she grown. That's all. Can I, yeah. Can I get this out the way too? Mm-hmm. Niggas, this is what she was asking for when she was sixteen. I could pull out rap albums where Little Wayne and all sorts of niggas were saying all sorts of pedophilic things about her. Yeah. You got what you looking for. Why are you mad? Right. Yeah, them and them two uh girls, the two twin girls from Full House, they was counting down their days too. Yeah. yeah, you got what you want. Why y'all nasty fuckers mad? Because she didn't fill out the way you thought she would. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm just going to put that there and leave it alone. She didn't do. Look, you projected something upon her. It was like little Wayne was like the um Andy Ford or, or Pat Ford of white women. Like mm-hmm. I projected in three years. She's going to be a first round draft pick. And she wasn't. She was Kwame Brown. And now you're mad. But you ask for this. Just yeah. Let it go. I think you mean Chad Ford, but yes, I understand yeah, the analogy. I'm, no, Pat Forty. Uh, Pat. Oh, Denver. oh, Pat Forty. Okay, I thought you said. Andy. I'm tired. I. I it's seven. It. It's seven, and yeah. I just want you to know you're forgiven, and I won't report that tank because I'm a good person. Thank now you. I can't say anything about our listeners because those niggas are thirsty for tanks. 
Yes. Thirsty. E- e- even tanks that are not funny. Even tanks that aren't tanks, and yeah, especially tanks that aren't even funny. So. Yeah, I think people missed the part of If you're going to do a tank, I don't mean no f- f- not time funny. Let that shit be funny. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, she said less, she meant right. Nigga, that's not funny. And <laughs> not, no, be but funny. Hey, good luck, because they're going to keep reporting them. So it's too late now. It's out of control. Um, all right. So she said, uh, I mean, he says, um, uh and some will grow up yeah they'll grow up to vote but they and their fans will grow into the next constituents and even political candidates of the future well we i mean our people were look i don't think our generation gets a right to be scared of anything Mm -hmm. and i don't think i think you have you have a higher level of uh of pride or expectation in the current people that are in office Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is nothing but a continuation of what has it's been, been happening for years. And you know, there's a dude running from control. Listen, the controller of New York City right now it was a three-way race between a dude that pulled his dick out multiple times and been caught multiple times, a dude that got caught with prostitutes, uh, and was as client number nine and ruined his career, and the actual prostitute that was the madam at that guy's uh elliot spitzer's uh you know agency where he picked up high class hookers we don't get to judge okay no and everybody act like their generation was the best all this shit happened years ago in your generation yeah now if you paid attention or not it's one thing if you embrace it or not it's another thing well howard is young oh he's, okay he's saying that my, I'm, I'm scared for my generation I'm, oh okay I'm, just say, I'm saying don't don't be oh yeah it's fucked up now you just ain't paying attention that, that's true that's yeah, true. my bad so, sweetie it's just more of the same yeah because my generation ain't no difference yeah well, um, my my generation is uh pretty much the one who's going to wreck the world at least that's what my mom told me when i was five yeah so and then <laughs> and then Rashani will tell that to his kids and then they'll tell them, it's what happens yeah. man it's i told them as they slid out it's a boy you're gonna wreck it <laughs> it's your fault <laughs> uh, you ruined everything and i see it in his eyes he looked like a wreck it route type i'm gonna wreck it <laughs> <laughs> we all remember how back in the 80s we elected ronald reagan a former actor our president and mm-hmm. white people acted as if he was the greatest president ever due to him making white privilege look patriotic rather than the catalyst for reaganomics aids and the iran cancer scandal i feel like i should be reading this with wonder woman braces on yeah you should be and, and I- the iran culture scandal that the black america <laughs> dealing with the byproduct that is the crack epidemic i was too young to vote for president reagan Sorry. yeah no 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 i'm just saying he he's saying like well we all remember that so miley cyrus will be president one day i don't know uh-uh. he said can you imagine what fans of Katy perry miley cyrus Nicki minaj two chains lil wayne and justin bieber would think about political issues when they began voting dude everybody did that like yeah people don't give a shit about the 80s stuff. were like the cocaine 80s dog yes like, crack house 80s yeah shit was never good um and you know what? People don't care about politics until they have to care about politics. So whether you're scared for your generation or not, due to the fact that there's still another generation who you think is running it or is in charge of what's going on in the world, your generation isn't as focused as they will be. Right. As they get older and mature, they're not going to have that fear. And your generation is just going to be another generation. I think so many groups say my generation is going to be the group to wreck stuff because we are that myopic. All yes. we see is what our generation is doing. Um, yeah. There's tons of stuff going on outside of your circle that you would never even fathom is going on. And then and when you, you don't get care. to that point, you're like, okay, um, 
I know what I can do to fix this. And then you fuck up and you're that next generation who's doing what they can to fix what the past generation did. Yeah. Don't yep. worry too much about it. And yep. it's a, and it's a weird level of narcissism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like everything's about us, even if it's bad, like it's going to be bad for us and we're going to make it bad for everyone. Nah, you'll be fine. Yeah. And, and also too, uh, people need to understand that at the end of the day, you're not really that important in the scheme of things. Like you were saying, it's one of the things where, people want to make it like say all about them Mm -hmm. well the good news the good news is this the people of this generation that worship Katy perry katie perry molly cyrus Nicki minaj two chains Lil wayne they're not going to go out and vote because you can't do that by following someone on twitter so they'll be fine you can't do a hashtag to vote. You actually have to leave your fucking house. You can't vote and, online and care like about if you're something. You're voting for a Democrat. Comment if you're voting for a Republican. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it'll be fine, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see. Poverty. Molly Cyrus made a, call, a song called "Party in the USA" in the middle of a recession. Um, look, dog. I don't know about you, bro, but I ain't never had to have a lot of money to party. Ain't that true? So no, I, I, I can f- party with a little bit, and I can party with a lot. And I fucks I- with that song. So. Niggas party when music is on. I'm broke all the time, so mm-hmm. do not. Yeah. In that, fact, it'll make you feel better. That painting in good times was symbolic of something. Okay, uh, it was women's exactly. rights. Women's rights. Nicki Minaj calls herself a Barbie. Well, she's not gonna be the one running for office on women's rights, though. Yeah. Foreign policy. Katy Perry. Barbie. I vote for her. For, uh, I vote for them cheeks. Foreign exactly. policy. Ah. Katie I'd vote for her. I just want to see her on stage wearing a nice business suit. Let's, oh, Jesus, help me. I got to go to church in a few hours. I'm going to sit back. Foreign policy. Katy Perry made a music video that made the United States Marine Corps look stupid. Education, swag, and YOLO. These kinds of people will be, vo- oh, wait. I'm sorry. I've been reading this wrong. Foreign policy. Katy Perry made a music video that made the United States Marine Corps look stupid. Sorry, you got to Education, man, swag, and YOLO. These kinds of people will be voting in the next 10 years. Now, I will admit, I listen to what could be considered uh, shitty music uh, by people. Uh, Oh, I got the wrong voice. Shit. Go ahead, Rod. (laughs) Our future wolf gang uh, killed them all. I listen to them. But a lot, but at least I know that to a degree, that's all really in that. Man, it's an act. Preach, yeah. my brother. Preach. I can see it, my brother. I can see the signs. Now, yeah. I know that this is just an award show and that its purpose is not to solve the world's ills, but I am simply giving my humble opinion on said issue. Well, I said my piece. Keep up the good work. Stay black and proud. <laughs> For your favorite non-truster of cheesy, this Howard Tyrone Smith the second. P.S. Rod, you got the juice now. Walks away. Uh, listen, Howard, I'm just going to tell you this uh, because I'm physically you're not in front of me so i can't do this but i would just grab you by your shoulders and smack you and say get a hold of yourself if uh like it was a 50s movie it'll be fine dog it's just the inf- i cannot believe so many people pontificated about the vmas it's if i knew that i wonder if this was just happening my whole life and i just didn't know because you know my parents didn't have twitter yep to bitch on the internet about yeah. but it's amazing how much People just don't want young people to be young and stupid. They, nope. It's what young people do, dog. Like, during my day, it was Millie Vanilli lip-syncing. Criss-cross. Yeah, Madonna walking on stage with fucking cones M- for MC nipples. Emma pants. And, and, and do not forget about Howard Stern coming down from the Raptors with his butt all out, asking yeah. like he's fart man. So Yeah. I, I just... Yeah, and, and It's I, always over-the-top bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and it... And just, it just breathe. 
Yeah, I wasn't going, Howard Stern is going to run for senator. And that will mean that everyone will be walking around farting with their butts hanging out. Oh, God. Oh, no. My generation, woe is me. I do declare no, and they pass out. Yeah, and, and it's funny how every generation looks down on the other generation, but yet they did shit that, that yeah. you know, back in their day. But it was cool, but it's not cool for you to do the same stupid-ass shit that they did. Get well, let the me, fuck out of here. Let me yeah. tell you about something, though, for real, okay, guys? Because while you're sitting over there talking about Miley Cyrus, the NSA finally going to start telling people, how many people they spying on? Now, see, that's some real news, my brother, but nobody yeah. wants to talk about that. Yeah. President Obama ordered the intelligence community to start producing some results on Friday. Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper, <laughs> that did, said that the announced on Tumblr. On Tumblr? On Tumblr. The NSA got Tumblr? Yo, man, don't fuck yeah, with the, the NSA. NSA got, the NSA got a Twitter page. Y'all don't follow them shit. They'll fuck around. Their bio for the NSA on Twitter says, don't follow us, we follow you. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. Man, you fuck around and follow them. You fuck around and and, and NSA logo will pop up in your damn corner. But what the fuck is this? If you just click on their account, it just follows you back automatically. Yeah. (laughs) Even if you don't follow them. Yeah, they be your G-chat. You be like, how the NSA get on my goddamn G-chat? They're the only people on on Twitter that can direct message you without following you. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And you you can't talk to them back, though, but they can talk to you. And they tell you shit that's real time, like, hey, man, your shoe's untied. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, 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 man. You're looking all up in the air confused. Hey, before, while you just thinking of a tweet, they send you a direct message. Hey, man, don't type that. <laughs> what? Hey, I don't know where you get a, you get a direct message like, Dave Chappelle, that ain't your wife. What yeah. <laughs> how, <laughs> you, you sit up there like, yo, man, how is old is Molly Si? Oh, hold on, I got a direct message. None of your business? Okay. I'm just, yeah. gonna, just gonna delete yeah, that. On, you know, I was looking on Bing just a few minutes ago on that place you wanna go to, it closed down. You need to go uh, pick your baby up off the school if they left their phone. How you know? That? Yeah, they say you they say you're a direct message while hey. you're getting while you're map questing directions to somewhere else. It's like, no, it's a left actually. I missed the first part of this conversation. Could you please tell me what movie you were talking about? It sounds good. <laughs> By the way, move two seats to the left. I'm trying to watch the game. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> hey man, can you you gonna you gonna change the channel after this? Yeah, they, they gonna pop hey. they gonna pop up in your fantasy football. Like, no, 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 don't don't draft him. We right. got inside knowledge. <laughs> you know his NSA. ankle is kind of tweaked. We seen it at 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 the preseason. Don't pick him. NSA is officially the guy Dave Chappelle was talking about popping up out the bushes. Mm-mm, nigga, don't do that. That's five to ten. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, well, apparently they're going to start issuing transparency reports on Tumblr. Uh, Clapper's description of the report actually sounds pretty comprehensive, perhaps more relevant to the concerns stirred up by Edward Snowden's leaks earlier this summer will be the disclosure of how many surveillance orders the intelligence community issues and how many people are affected. The report will also include information related to Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence uh, Surveillance Act, FISA, which oversees the collection of electronic communication as well as FISA-related wiretaps. There will also be information about FISA business records like the NSA's relationship with companies like Google, Microsoft, and Facebook. And finally, national national security letters. So, um, yeah, it sounds like they're going to be opening some stuff, but my thing is this. All right. Now, pardon me for sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but 
they wouldn't be telling you any of this shit if it mattered so that's right i'm pretty sure whatever we do find out is gonna be just enough for people to be like (gasps) and then it's gonna be like well y'all would be y'all would be blowing your head off if we actually released the real shit uh, we're following this guy but don't worry about him he's don't don't even ask no we're not following him <laughs> whatever yeah <laughs> yeah like you gonna be like well they released all the information like they probably only released the information so terrorists start using the phone again like exactly ah! it's like hey we're not on the radar dog hey did you hear some <laughs> static when you picked up the phone <laughs> they left rashid out yeah. <laughs> the, the rashid, NS- all calls will now come to your phone nsc just writing the <laughs> shit down like yes all calls going to rashid got it um <laughs> Police are mad. More conspiracies talk. Okay, Howard, these are real government issues, not Miley Cyrus. Let's talk about some real shit. Dun dun. Police groups are furiously protesting Eric Holder's marijuana policy because he said, look, dog, we need to relax on this marijuana shit, bro. Like, the president is like, I'm a two-term president now. You can't fire me on my second term. That's right. Uh, I can finally stop acting like I'm so against the weed. Mm-hmm. let's calm it down eric holder's like shit brother i've been waiting on you to say the word let's keep more people out of jail yeah but, and relax these these weed laws because my thing is this all these days motherfucking crying and complaining about not having enough money to do shit they are saving you money from paying for these people to sit in jail for these non-offensive crimes right Man, but yet I'm you're complaining you, about Cal- this in cali they have been fighting for a year, maybe more, because Jerry Brown wants to release 300,000 nonviolent offenders from the jails to free up space in the jails. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see lockdown in any facility in California and they're all sleeping like Orange is the New Black, that's not a joke. There's really no place for people to lay at in jails anymore. I've never been to one of them, but I can tell you from visiting niggas who've gone to camp. Um, so... These things, these smaller issues like smoking weed, let it go. And by the way, I like the way you said Eric Holden said relax about weed because he's smoking the weed, which makes mm-hmm. you relax. He yeah. said, he said, <coughs> relax. <laughs> Why is we? Why is we angry? Yeah. Don't worry about the things. <laughs> chill, bro. Chill, brother. Chill. Um, a broad coalition of law enforcement officers who have spent the past three decades waging an increasingly militarized drug war that has failed to reduce drug use nope. doesn't want to give up the fight. Yep, and wasting mo- You know what? And my thing is, Not this, a, you know what? It's it too much money in it mm-hmm. to me. It's it's right. that the government has dumped so much money that they're afraid people are going to lose their jobs. They're going to start because what the fuck do you do if you don't if you're deeply into this? What the fuck do you do if you're not going around arresting drug dealers? Right. They're not mm-hmm. they're not talking about giving up the fight. They're talking to them. It's giving up the money. Yep. For AK-47s and vests and helmets mm-hmm. and SWAT teams and money for your check, money for overtime, money yep. for your family, money for your, you know, all your your house, um your mortgage like that's what they're looking at. Like, you're going to cut down on this. Well, that means you're also going to cut down on the money you put to this. And now all the people that have been getting fat off of this shit. For 20, 20 whether some it, years. Whether it be your jails and your prisons who get money uh, to house these inmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of private prisons even get money because they get money from the government to house the inmates. Yes, so they do. Yep. There's a lot of money at stake here. And that's really what the dr- war on, um, you know, that's really what the- relaxing the drug policies, especially for marijuana means to people. And it's why we have this irrational, uh, 
uh we need to police uh marijuana and lock people up but that we really can't understand why we have this irrational type of defense of this and it's and it, and i know people are gonna be like but it's a drug and i get it but quite honestly if we just compare it to alcohol you need to come up off of that like Ain't either that the like truth? One, of, one of them it either needs to be that both of those are illegal or both of those are legal honestly exactly. and there's no defense of that shit that i that i would actually uh accept and and i guess for me the problem i have with it is that uh, most most people that get arrested are non-violent um, and majority of them are minorities right. most of them are and, and the thing that kills me is the folks who are getting arrested are getting arrested with such a small amount. Right. Like, I know somebody who got their third strike off less than half an ounce. And it's like, what the hell that happened? Like, he right. had a dube and they pulled him over, searched his car, found it. He was a parolee. Boom. Right back in third and strike. If, and if I got two strikes, I need to smoke a little. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Because you know how many baby mamas I gotta pay? Exactly. It's tense on these streets. Um, it's unacceptable that the Department of Justice did not consult our organizations whose members will be directly impacted for meaningful input ahead of this, uh, important decision. The letter right. reads. Y'all are gonna protest regardless. They was right. like, we don't have time to argue with you. We got states crying and complaining about they can't hold people. They're, they're like, a lot of states are releasing people anyway. But this right here will allow them to release even more people. And my thing is this. Mm. To me, it's sad that you're tearing up families, destroying people, putting shit on people's permanent records, and people can't find jobs and all this bullshit over nonviolent crimes. Over weed. Yes. I'm not even going to say nonviolent crimes because I think that's a misnomer. I'm just going to say over weed. Over weed. That's right. You, that's, you, that, that, and, 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 and that's what I'm trying to call it. Like, my bad. Because yeah. I'm going to be honest. If you break in my house and steal my shit, that ain't violent. But your ass need to go to jail. Now, yes. Because that's that. <laughs> now, 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 that, now, now, I'll put it against weed. Because right. the thing about it, there are a lot of nonviolent crimes that people are affected. Okay. Right. Fuck that. You, your ass need to go to jail. Right. But if you I in mean, jail over, over, you know, two ounces or three ounces or something like that. Well, hey, I, obviously Karen doesn't smoke weed, guys. No, but I don't. Ahead, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know the numbers of the figures, y'all. Yeah, but if you, if you in there for a little bit of weed, you shouldn't be. When oh, is, you is that a lot? can't send cops over to my house after it gets broken into because you're spending too much time policing people who are smoking marijuana. Right. And, uh, um, selling marijuana. That's when I start to get mad. You mean seriously? I'm, the like, cop, the cops are basically like, so you mean we gonna have to start like dealing with criminals and shit? Like criminals is dangerous. Don't you know? <laughs> what I was just shot, Roy. Ain't nobody Roy. ever got shot arresting somebody over a, a little bag of weed, man. But you talking about going after people with guns, doing crimes and shit? Roy, show them the bullets. Roy got shot. <laughs> That's crazy. We gonna have Roy to got shot. You know how hard it is to do police work? What's wrong with y'all? You gotta do investigations. Look at him. (laughs) It ain't like CSI, y'all. You gotta do investigations. Ain't no easy. (laughs) It gets real in these streets. You gotta follow people. (laughs) You ever had to get a warrant? It's hard. Post traumatic stress syndrome. He got shot. (laughs) (laughs) Our our organizations were given notice just 30 minutes before the official announcement was made public and we're not given adequate form ahead of time to express our concerns with the department's conclusion on this matter simply checking the box by alerting law enforcement officials right before a decision is announced is not enough and certainly does not show an understanding of the value of the federal state local and tribal law enforcement partnerships bring to the justice department and the public safety discussion 
and, and my thing is this mm-hmm. let's say they didn't do this let's say they did but they just cut funding you would still have the same effect like if they said look we're, we're just not gonna fund this shit no more and we're gonna push it down to the states and we're gonna allow we're gonna force the states to fight this battle mm-hmm. that shit would go a lot quicker yeah, uh, it's it's just a it it's a smaller version of America being the world's policeman. If we're out there looking at what the rest of the world is doing, then our federal government feels like they have a need, a necessity to uh, mandate and control what state to state is doing. Um, I was shocked when uh, Colorado and Washington passed their law about marijuana. Like somebody was going to veto that on a larger level. It, it couldn't work that way, and it actually works. Uh, one of my cousins is up there in Washington, and he said that. It's a beautiful life they're living right now. They had their um, hemp day or whatever it's called, and the police were just out there passing out donuts. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, a lot less people <clears throat> care about this shit than people really, really concerned about. People that really care, people that's going to lose money off of it. Yeah, And, and it's going to be one of those same situations. As people get old and die, the next generation is what's going to come in and going to make the change. Um, and it'll so, be the Miley Cyrus's fans of the world, the exactly. Nicki Minaj. Minaj fans of the world. It will be them that lead us down this type of path that we need. Howard, okay, exactly. brother. Um, so it's, it's like with each thing that you see that you don't like, Howard, keep in mind that you're not the only one who feels that way. So right. there's a good chance that somebody's going to actually be able to take the steps to make a change in that policy. Y'all will so, be the leaders of the world and it's because y'all won't have a choice. That's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Um, the decision will undoubtedly have a, a, unintended consequences, including a reversal of the declining crime rates that we as law enforcement practitioners have spent more than a decade maintaining. First of all, I like that this motherfucker is speaking for everybody because crime didn't go down everywhere, motherfucker. Mm -mm. But number two, um, I also like that they think getting people who smoke weed off the streets is a decline in crime for like real crime. Like if you, if you decriminalize marijuana, that actually does way more to decrease crime than uh policing the shit out of it yeah and mm-hmm. and i think because here in our country they spent millions of dollars on this war on drugs and i remember going to them stupid ass dare shit and mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things where people have been ingrained for years drugs equal violence violence equal drugs you do drugs you're gonna be a violent like like it's almost like they equal each other when in reality yeah. they don't yeah, I remember those dare videos. By the mm-hmm. way, when you get to middle school, yes, this is your brain. Um, they your brain no, drugs. not that one. Oh, okay, no, That's... no, I'm talking about something different. Oh, my okay? bad. When they would sit us down in these uh conferences and shit, right? Mm-hmm. With all the kids, and they would come send like a police officer out to talk to you, and then they would be like, "All right, we're gonna go through the tutorial for like how to handle when people try to offer you drugs," and they would always make it sound like drug dealers beat you up and then make mm-hmm. you smoke drugs yes and that is not no drugs are sold this way i have a- absolutely zero percent of drugs are sold by intimidation where it's like uh you walk in to take a piss in the bathroom and then someone just hops out behind you and like does a sam fisher from the ceiling uh flips you on the ground and is like smoke this weed nigga first hit ah, free ah. When when I got out of seventh grade, from seventh grade until about tenth grade, I honestly believed that drug dealers were going to come up to me like um, 
me too. The rum salesmen or the the jewelry salesmen doing Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought I'd be walking down the street minding my own business and zoop like velociraptors two drug dealers show up on both sides of me i'm leroy and this is ace right i <laughs> want you to get a good taste of this marijuana and you say no and they set you on fire and when when i found out <laughs> that it was nothing like that i was disappointed yeah i was and actually I had friends ask me hey man do you know where the weed's at and i'm like i really i don't, don't. i prepared my whole life to decline some weed and it never was even offered to and you y'all know what the i've never nobody has ever approached me and asked me that I want weed. People who did weed knew the person to go to. I right. didn't know the person to go to, so I never did weed. Exactly. And, the, and, the NSA is more invasive than drug dealers. Shh, I didn't say that. <laughs> that was a shiny. That was a shiny. I didn't say that, sir. You, you hear that? You hear that static? Yeah. You guys are fine with me. <laughs> and and huh? also, for me, honestly, I've never got uh, off of drugs until me and Roger went to some place. What are you talking about? We've never been off of drugs. Shut up. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> gay marriage gets recognition from the IRS. Uh, gay marriages, uh, <laughs> gay marriages have finally made it. They have. All same sex, sex couples who are legally married will be recognized for federal tax purposes, good. even if they're in a state that does not recognize it. Good. So, good see, for y'all, so y'all man. Start paying that extra tax. See, see. Now y'all, see. you know what's funny? You'll get a tax break. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can go back three years. Yep, but mm-hmm. why is the IRS doing this? One, they don't have time to keep fucking with all these laws. Honestly, ain't that the truth? And they ain't <laughs> got time to the battle with states. They was like, you married, fuck it, you get the same rights as everybody else. Yeah, the IRS figure it out on your own. The IRS is like your dad or your mom when you call them about a fight you and your wife are having. Like they're just like, look, um, one of y'all should just let it go. Click. Like, that's how they, they were just like, well, we got all these Supreme Court decisions. And then, you know, of course, we're going to take this to the local authorities. And uh so are you married? Yeah, um, I'm gay married in Colorado. But I live in Virginia. I don't care. Just pay the taxes. Bye. We want your money. Get, yeah. get the hell off the phone. Clear. Uh, will you guys be claiming, I'm assuming you guys will be claiming property together. Good. Okay. Why don't right. we get some yeah. of that? Yeah, as, far, um, as far as we're concerned, you got the rights to it. Yeah. States, fuck you. You figure it out. Whatever. Keep, keep, keep going through this. With, with states, but yeah. far they, as just, we're concerned, just pay us by April the fifteenth, okay? Yeah, right. I, I, I know <laughs> yeah. that they're fighting over there, but over here, where we're at, just you know, what, fuck them, just pay us. They yeah. don't have the time or the wherewithal to care. No, and that's all. Is is and it's more money for them, right? But it's an it's an American decision. This is what America was founded on. A lot of people think America's just got all these ideals and shit. America is founded on expedience. Like pretty much every major thing that happened in America had to happen because it got to be too much of a hassle to deal with. So we had to change some shit. That's including, Hey, 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 um, that's a big field out there. Ain't nobody else going to pick it. (laughs) Right. An idea. We're a country of expedience. Like literally, um, when, when like, uh, the civil rights movement, the reason that, you know, that was successful it's because it annoyed the shit out of people, and they were just like, "Just give the Negroes whatever the fuck they want." Like yeah, honestly, we were tired I, of fighting and, and and killing each other. Every step, every step of the way was just annoying. It was like, "Oh, the Negroes um, apparently um, they won't make our sandwiches if we don't let them sit in the front of the bus. Just let them sit in the front of the bus." Fuck you, you know, ah, uh, it ain't I, that I, important. I, it's been so long since I had a good sandwich. Jerome used to put mayonnaise on it. And, uh, it's, it's just getting to be too much. Now he's a scientist and he's working on chicken with, uh, some type of ranch in it. It's too much. Just let the Negroes ride the bus. Ah! 
Sir, I, I just want to report in, sir. Um, apparently, niggers don't melt when they're hit with water. Right. Um, we're, we're wasting the water hoses. Can I turn them off? Yeah. Uh, now my dog only will eat black people, and uh, it's really fucking up his diet. We just got to do something. <laughs> so, I, yeah, man, just it got inconvenient, man. Every state, different states are challenging. Different states are allowing it. It, it, it just the IRS is like, I don't have the time it's not even some political statement of this is what actual change looks like in america i think it always comes with these broad sweeping statements like whenever obama speaks on race people get really excited but that's not really change in america because after afterwards he can't really do anything policy wise but like shit like this is how america deals with change Mm -hmm. an exasperated sigh a roll of the eyes and then a whatever and that's how shit happens here. And mm-hmm. that's what gay people just got, dude. So uh, the IRS is just like, whatever. Yeah, we're tired of going through this every fucking year. Just right. We can, we're, we're going to say, we don't give a fuck what all 50 states do, but as far as yeah. we're concerned, you're married, pay the fucking taxes. This shit will become, mm-hmm. this shit will become precedent in some sort of case at some point. And they, Watch. And they know it. And they know Watch. it. They don't give a fuck. It's, no. This will become like, it'll be like something will get to the Supreme Court again about gay marriage and watch the shit come down to the the the, the, the justices just being like, look, they were able to file the taxes together. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Bye. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've, uh, already, they, they've already got their foot in the door. They're officially paying tax. Just yeah. let them in. We're not undoing the last 10 years of tax code because y'all got mad. Ain't Sorry. that the truth. But that's how it's going to happen, dude. That, I guarantee you this how black people got rid of segregation or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody just accidentally sent some good textbooks to the wrong school, and they was like, they don't want to get the books back. Just just fucking make two sets of books. Bye. Like, just we don't, <laughs> we don't have time for this. Um, All right. We also have... uh something that uh for all of us that work in the office or have worked in the office i thought we'd get everybody's opinion on this i was looking at askmen.com which is one of my favorite favorite sites period oh lord because they give some of the worst best advice uh in the game uh today's advice is seduction tactics for your career uh that, that, that don't sound human resources approved. Come on, Karen. Listen, I'm just saying these are things that could get you, you know, that that lady, that man, that whatever you've been looking at mm-hmm. in the office. I'm trying to get somebody hemmed up and lose their job. These are eight tactics that will help you out. Are you guys ready to go through the tactics? I yes, I, I think I know three. All right, here we go. The first one is keep flirting. Long after the deal has been sealed. Oh, shit. Why are we floating in the first place? When I give dating seminars, I'll ask the married guys in the room, how many of you still flirt with your wives? Only about half say they do. That means there's a lot of wives out there craving attention, and it could be part of the reason studies show 50 to 60% of married women cheat on their husbands. Mm-mm. How many men of your clients, how many of your clients are cheating on you for the same reason? Mm-hmm. Think about it, guys. Not there because you go telling me no, no again. again. There, there you go, go. There telling you go. no. <laughs> Just because you close the sale doesn't mean you're done. You okay. have to keep the relationship going, nurturing the client versus making the sale and moving on to the next one. It is difference between average salespeople and superstars. See, Karen, there's nothing sexual harassment about that. You just got to keep giving attention to your clients 
at Clarence work. Thomas said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. their wives. And their wives. Uh, no, Karen, they're not telling you to actually have sex with their wives. They're using. I think this went over your head. Okay. <laughs> what they're saying is these tactics in that I work in like different relationships and stuff and seduction to get women mm-hmm. can also be applied to work. Okay. Not go to work and do this to people. <laughs> But if you have a client that you're working for, don't just stop giving effort after you've signed them to a contract. Make sure that you continue to, to work. And that makes sense. Okay. All right. All right. Number two. Should yeah. we keep doing these on? We can. Don't get shut down because of your opening. Oh, shit. Now, this happens to a yeah, lot of people. You yeah. know? A lot of dudes, they start off. uh Like, I, you know, one of my favorite lines back in the day when I used to holler at women is, Hey, Miss Lady Bitch. It's not a good approach, guys. Ah, no, it ain't. You yeah, know? neither is, hey, damn, boo. Right. You got a fat-ass mustache. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't like that. Mm-mm. You know, uh, if you walk down the street and you just start, like, trying to, like, air mom humping them, it's not a good look. I uh, know, it's you not. You get shut down for your opening line. Yep. So what they were saying is, you know, make sure that you think about your, your, your line. Pick up artists, get creative with their approaches to openings, and you should, too. An unusual approach or even an interesting story can get you past the gatekeepers or past the defenses before they know what hit them. Now, I will say this. Don't listen to pickup artists. That is terrible advice. Pickup artists like to do what they call negging, and that is when you say something bad about the person to break their confidence down. So whoever wrote this article should not have quoted pickup artists. Yeah, you want to get punched. Right. You can't be calling your clients like, I see you guys still have the number two selling paper in the country. (laughs) Ha ha, step your game up. Seriously, I would like to represent you. Like that, that won't work. No, that, that, that <laughs> to get the fuck out of here. I'd like nothing more than to work for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Please don't fire me. Um, social proof and the Sinatra test. Okay. What is this? Okay. Shit? Um, in the seduction world, Karen, you build social capital. I'll be capital. I were, I used to be deal with Bill Cosby. Um, you deal with social yeah. capital. You build social capital, capital when desirable women see you with other beautiful women. Okay, so what you got to do is have some desirable clients that other clients will see you with and they'll want to hop on, you know, work with you. I like how they assume we all have clients at our jobs. Uh, I I like how this whole article is sounding like what Bill Bellamy said in How to Be a Player. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All is missing is the lip smacking. (laughs) (laughs) That and how all these relate back to women. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's Ask Me and Karen. Oh, my bad. My Some bad. companies. Yeah. All, all men, like women and everything they talk about, even mm-hmm. if it sh- women shouldn't be in it, are going to collect two women? Yes. Okay. Well, well, Karen, AskMen.com is all about two things, crushing poon and landing jobs. So um, they're marrying ah. the two topics to get the optimum result for us men out there. Yep. That's what it's <laughs> about. Uh, so, yeah. get Now, I like that this tells you basically – to have a great client to court other clients but the whole article is about how to get a client in the first place so, so your clients gonna be if you're reading this jealous? you probably don't have a great client i'm just no. gonna go with that yeah yeah if you're reading this you're pretty much desperate right, right. now and <laughs> them saying hey the best way for you to get a cute girl is to have a cute girl nigga if i had that's like that's like saying to get id you need id right exactly that's what see that's what i like to do though is 
um because you can't do this in the client business world but in real life you can just befriend a fine ass woman and you'll be fine like i had when i was in uh inroads uh this uh, this uh uh internship program i had we'd have to go on retreats and stuff my mm-hmm. best friend was this girl named rashida mm-hmm. all the girls thought she was cute and women would think that we were together and we weren't and then they would try to holler at me sometimes and i would be like i know you wouldn't give me the day- time of day no what the fuck is going on and i figured mm-hmm. it out they just thought that rashida wanted me so that for yep. it made me more desirable it was weird but it worked um but you know unfortunately um i could not break those ladies off the d and i apologize ladies but <laughs> there's only so much for me to go around women routinely test men in order to test their reaction so the next step step is don't step in their shit test okay guys you don't want to fa- oh. fail their test okay do i think what? i speak for all of us rod when i say Arr? yeah how do you know what the test is gonna be well like you never really know what the test is gonna be okay you know it's kind of like when you, you might come not home even know if you feel it then oh you'll know when you fell we know come on <laughs> everybody knows when they fell it it's it's like you just but go you to, didn't know the test was happening you go to bed you reach over to grab a titty and then you go wait a minute i didn't exactly. do those dishes i didn't you do those do. dishes they sat there all day and they're still sitting there i should have done those dishes that's how that's how it happens oh okay clients will push to see how far you'll go to get their sale employees push managers to see how much they'll do they'll be in before snapping don't fall for their shit test if you can't budge on your price or you can't let your assistant take three days off during your busy season then tell them and if you think giving in will earn you the sale or make you look like a great boss at your own expenses uh then go read two three steps two three and four how you gonna recommend me to read other steps in the article (laughs) to understand why this step makes sense this is terrible branson approved this article i'm just saying this shit's confusing for a nigga at seven on sunday i'm just gonna go ahead and stop because i hate this i don't like this i told you ask men is best served when they're talking about how do i crush poon last Mm -hmm. week me and my homeboy got drunk at the bar with two chicks and we took them home we're gonna totally spaz on that ass and then Mm -hmm. my homeboy fell asleep should i hit both of them and then walk them home or should i leave one alone because we're bros right that's That's right askmen.com more or less that's 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 the best advice i tried to look at the business advice guys i'm sorry it's terrible yeah Mm -hmm. uh dave Chappelle apparently got um in a little bit of internet hot water um and uh it was funny because all the black people i know were defending them uh but of course <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is the beginning stage of dave Chappelle becoming the lauren hill of comedy where black people start defending him for way too long now i'm saying i'm not think saying he's there yet and i hope he never gets there but this nigga walked off stage in the middle of performance because the audience is being dick faces and i've been to four or five Dave Chappelle concerts mm-hmm. the audience is always dick faces always um that shit the whole time right and i guess some nights are probably worse than others mm-hmm. i saw him at a college at clemson in their actual arena mm-hmm. and uh the amount of times that people yelled random shit was, was ridiculous you can't even count it it was he just was so like, many like he would you know comedians are like stopping to think for their next joke and it's like, okay, well, let me uh talk about this one or whatever. It's like, and then you know, sometimes when a woman will, and then people be like, "I'm Rick James," and he's like, "Uh, I'm trying to think," and you could tell that I'm trying to think is not part of a joke. 
Mm-hmm. He's trying to think, and you in the audience are ruining it. So yeah, it's like I didn't, I'm, I didn't pay to fucking hear you, goddamn heckle. I did not pay for this. So and it frustrates me. He basically got upset and said, like, look, you guys are being assholes like this uh, and ruining the show. You know, you're yelling, and you know I can't continue to perform like this. Um, and he he it says here he started to engage some of the heckling politely. He said, I've been up here for a while now and I thought it was me, but now I'm sure it's you. There's definitely something wrong with you. In other words, shut up and let me perform. Not many did. Finally, he gave up, took his cigarettes and his water and sat on the stage. The crowd got worse. People were booing and jeering. I heard a woman yell something that was drowned out by the guy near me yelling, Dave, for the upteen time. Look, I don't understand. This is a fire that he started. I mean, back in the day when he was still famous, and we're giving dude way too much credit for the stuff he did on the Chappelle show. He hasn't really done anything new in what, seven, eight years that the good majority of people know about. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first show he did here in Sacramento after the Chappelle show, people were screaming out, do the Rick James bitch and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he publicized by putting it in national newspapers. I stopped doing my shows. People were calling me saying, do the Rick James bitch. Now that's like a call and response for assholes. And when they start doing it, other people pregame before they go to these comedy routines and they start thinking, I'm going to be a part of the show. I'm going to make it onto his video or onto his HBO special. Look, here's what you do. Real easy way to kill this noise. Get security to get them the hell out. Yeah, you throw one person out for you throw one person out for making noise during your show, and nobody else will talk because they don't want to miss the show. Well, here's the thing. Um, he, I've I've been to concerts where he had people escorted out, and they still do it. Like, <laughs> it's like in the Clemson concert, he really did, he's like, I hate to do this, guys. I don't want to be that guy. Everybody paid the money, and I would like for everybody to have a good time. But somebody has to get this dude out of here. Like, there was a dude that started approaching this, the stage yelling all that shit. And mm. they got the dude out of there. And then, like, I'm telling you, like, 30 seconds later, I'm Rick James, bitch. You're like, God damn, man. It's the problem that Chappelle has, because I think the Chappelle show was was brilliant. And I think, yeah. I think it stands the test of time. And we're not going to see anything that funny again on, on, on TV for a while. Nope. No. Um, the, the problem is he reached the point where you can't be that famous because assholes become aware of you and they're fucking stupid like it's just like it's that level of fame where one day you have the savviest most like funniest fans who get it and respect you and the next day the way like 90 percent of your fans are just frat boys who like to repeat lines off of your show. That's exactly and what happened. He got fucked up, man. Like it's nothing. Honestly, I don't think it's his fault per se, cause no one could predict being that fucking famous. Nope. And he clearly freaked the fuck out when he got that famous. Like he quit the show that was making, I think he signed, what was it? A $200 million contract? Yep. It was, it was some crazy ridiculous. number that no comedian has made. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, I actually keep the money. Cause this shit got too crazy for him when he's like, I would like to be able to take a piss. I'd like to be able to like, you know, um, pump gas. Uh, Can you imagine what that would be like? Like you're walking down the street and somebody says, Hey, 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 Rod, black guy who tips. Right. And then you take two more says somebody's like, guess what race I am? Right. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. 
dude he said i would trip out <laughs> he said he would be walking down the street with his kids and people will be walking up to him like fuck your couch nigga <laughs> he's like i got my kids here man yeah like that's I what could- i do for a living not this is not my life and that's what happens when your work comes. And I can see that. Yeah. What I'm saying is that um, the Chappelle show, while mind blowing, mm-hmm. was the problem with the Chappelle show was that it came on the wrong time span. It came on where dudes were able to sit there at college right after South Park, smoke a bowl and watch this show. And so they reminisce about college and one of the things they reminisce about was the Chappelle show yeah. and with Netflix only making it more popular and people were like hey man this is the funniest thing I ever saw when I was a kid the Rick right. James bitch and all that kind of stuff everybody goes to his show and he hasn't done any new material since then mm. so the only thing they're able to yell out is I'm Rick James well you know bitch. what's funny is he hasn't done new material that they've heard, heard of exactly he he's secret shows all over the place he's yes, he doing does. the new, new material, material. Like, as a comedy fan right to me, one of the most special moments is when you're watching someone do stand up and they're trying out new material that they're working on. Maybe it'll end up on a DVD soon. Maybe it'll, you know, maybe it won't they even won't make it. Maybe it's just a special moment between them and the crowd. And I've never been more furious because I love Chappelle. I love his stand up. I love to stand up when he was just fresh off half baked, like this before he even had his own show. We used to go travel and see him. And dude would do like certain bits where you're like yo you're never gonna see that on dvd you're never gonna hear that again and motherfuckers would be in the middle just talking about i'm samson simpson and shit like that and you're like like, dog i want to hear his new shit yeah and he and like he's always had to be like in the middle of his act like all right man um uh i i you know i like half-baked too we all like we all saw the movie come on and then like he tried to get back to his shit and he was able to do that when it was just half-baked famous yeah. Once that nigga was Chappelle show famous, man, half the show was just motherfuckers being asshole. Now he, he did have this funny ass bit one time. Um, and I can't remember if it was just something we saw in Clemson or if it finally made the DVD. But when he talked about people heckling him, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was like, does this mean that <laughs> he was like, everybody was booing the dude heckling him. He was like, come on guys, calm down. This is a big night for him. He, he, he got dressed in the mirror today. And he was like, he was like mobbing in his shit. He was like putting on his favorite clothes. And he was like, I can't wait till I get to Chappelle show, to the Chappelle show. He's going to be doing the stand up and I'm going to cut him off and I'm going to say, I'm Rick James, bitch. And everybody's going to laugh. It's going to be funny. And everybody's going to stand up and start cheering for me, for me. And shit like that. And I was like, yeah, man, he, he's been heckled so much. He has a bit. And that, that's sad that he has to have a bit for it so anyway i will say this though all that aside like i said probably my favorite comedian of all time all this shit he is quickly on the road to becoming the lauren hill of comedy and by that i mean you can't defend everything because like he sat there i bet i guess for like eight minutes or something till the clock ran out on his show and just sat on the stage and did his time so that he would fulfill his actual obligation Mm mm-hmm but then he was like, I'm not going to perform. I'm going to sit on the edge of the stage. I'm going to let y'all heckle me. And when it's done, I'm going to go get my money. And that's fucked up. Because, as you know, I love Chappelle, but a lot of people paid to hear the show. Yeah. And to see him do his stand-up. And it's fucked up that and I hate that this even is a thing. Me too. Because I'm sure other towns are going to be way better mm-hmm. than this show. 
but this is why you make money man this is why you get to charge forty dollars yeah. and, and up per sh- per ticket and it might be one of those things where this was a larger venue right Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be one of those things where, you know, because when we did it at the Ovens Auditorium, yeah. we didn't have that problem at all. I don't think Yeah, I think he has to do, and this is fucked up. Smaller venues. He has to do smaller venues. Yes, because yep. when he go to the 20, 30, 50, 60,000 people yeah. stadiums, this is where you have that issue. Um, like That's why he was. Because we've seen him in mm-hmm. both. We see him in the big venues and, and we see him in the, and in the small ones. It's more intimate. It's it's a lot more enjoyable. People's like, I paid this goddamn money. I'm going to shut the hell up and well, watch you. Also, it's why he um was doing shows unlisted for a while. Yeah. Like he was just he, showing up places and doing the show because he didn't want to give the crowd advance notice so they wouldn't have the dude bros come in yelling all over the fucking set. True. And there's um been a few times where Neil uh, has come out here and... Uh, yeah, Neil Brennan, uh, Cole, yeah, Neil Cole Brennan, I'm sorry. Uh, I speak to him like that because, you know, he gets yeah. to the intimate My nigga. arrangement. And so, you know, I was like, what's up, nigga? And he was like, what's up, dog? And it was cool, you know. Um, <laughs> seriously, that happened. Neil's good people. That's what's but, up. Um, the intimate settings, you're like, okay, if one person starts getting hectic or rowdy or start trying to heckle the crowd or heckle the uh, performer, first of all, the performer gets them. Right. If you keep it up, then the people in the audience will literally turn mm-hmm. and on look the person at you who's doing the heckling and be like, "Would you just shut the fuck up?" Right. So if he does the smaller venues, the uh, maybe not even the fifty, sixty, you know, maybe like the punchline or something like that in right. the area, and he does like five shows, he's not going to make nearly as much money. And I don't. But here's the thing: Dave Chappelle gave up two hundred million dollars. What's right. money to this nigga? Yeah, you I don't know. know. Yeah, I, it like, really matter? I don't know if he cares about the money. I don't know if he just thought enough time had passed. Yeah, I or, think he may have. Or what? Because, you know, um, other comedians, cause like, there's this weird, there's this weird dichotomy of it where you're like, I know part of him has to be like, other comics do rooms this big. Like, why the fuck can't I do one? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. part of him has to be like, you know, if fucking Dane Cook can do a room this big, and the motherfuckers aren't being disrespectful and disrupting this whole set. I don't know why I can't. And then he then he tries, and then motherfuckers be like, "Nope, uh-uh." Dave Chappelle show was too good. Um, all right, we got to talk about some other things here, guys. We got some very special articles. The first one is part of our series, fucking with black people. Uh, and it's where we read articles on the show, and we assign them points from zero to one hundred. Uh, for fucking with black people. So let me play the music. Okay, why is that so low? Let's turn that up. This is getting. There we go. Fucking with black people. Mm-mm. Well, today's contestant on fucking with black people is Dunkin' Donuts, people. That's right. Negroes oh, American know. American on Dunkin'. Yes, people run on Duncan, and Duncan apparently runs over black people. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, Duncan Donuts apologizes for bizarre and racist Thai advertising poster. <laughs> That's right. I, I love this. In Thailand, Duncan Donuts decided that uh, they want to advertise their new chocolate donut. Okay. So they ran an advertisement 
featuring a woman in black face makeup with big pink watermelon lips oh who, who approved this uh it's to promote the donut giant's charcoal donut <gasps> um it was called bizarre and racist by a leading human rights uh group Dunkin' donuts chief in thailand defended the campaign but a spokesman for duncan brands told the guardian on friday it would immediately pull a planned television spot featuring the imagery oh oh that was good oh i don't i want to see that now <laughs> it's like okay, the new we- charcoal donut and then they just come on and be like okay and then take a bite (laughs) (laughs) you know it it, i i could just see buckwheat right (laughs) just just doing the the okay and then just holding up the okay sign like i i wanted to be something extremely racist uh to go along with the iatam thing like yep uh, like they they pull out and they do spoons or some soft shoe or something too to go with <laughs> it. These donuts show is good. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, I wish I wasn't Duncan. Hooray, hooray. <laughs> I wish I wasn't Duncan eating donuts all damn day. Massa, <laughs> <laughs> you want a glaze? Right. <laughs> no, stop. Let's give me the dark chocolate with the strawberry sprinkles. <laughs> I wish I was a donkey. <laughs> yes. I do have an affinity for some dark chocolate. Yes, I want a dog, just <laughs> like you. Right. Um, so yeah, they said they're working with our franchisee to immediately pull the television spot and change the campaign. So. Of course. Oh, I just wish I was in the room when that shit got greenlit. Ain't that the truth? Um, I just want to see how they convinced them motherfuckers to apologize because I've seen what they said at first. Like when people apologize, certain times you're like, okay, they mean it. But when you see what they say first, mm, yeah, mm, it's like, mm. yeah, we feel sorry that you Negroes can't take a joke. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's if none of offended, y'all. <laughs> if we offended you, feel free to email us at y'all niggas can't take jokes for shit at yeah. gmail dot com. Right. Email us at <laughs> at niggas can't read. Uh, <laughs> email us there, but um, yeah. Email so. us at search you for no reason at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Hit, hit us on um, hit us on du- at Duncan uh on on Twitter and just use the hashtag stop and frisk. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says uh, CEO of Dunkin' Donuts in Thailand, which is operated as a franchise, was initially bullish about the marketing. It's absolutely ridiculous," said Nadim Salhani. We're not allowed to use black to promote our products. I don't get it. What's the big fuss? What if the product was white and we painted someone white? Would that be racist? Um, yeah. I, I never understood that that, <laughs> that that formal question. Like, duh. I don't understand. Look, if if there was a, why is there no White History Month? Would that be racist? If we made a white club. Yes. Right. Yes. Everything you're asking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it would probably be racist. Did you think of it? Yes. yes it would be yes, racist. Yes. Like yes. I would like you, to. You just, see, I don't think you realize that it would be racist because you're good at it. I like to see a black, uh, like an African Dunkin' Donuts, and then they paint somebody in white face because that would be equally as fucked up to me i'll be like what "What are they doing the best african dunkin donuts commercial is this a white man with the old school african safari hat is walking through the jungle and he's eating dunkin donuts you know just mind his own business he has a british accent because they colonial you know Mm -hmm. they colonized south africa anyways he's talking to one of his friends 
And he holds up a chocolate donut, and out of nowhere, a spear just flies through the middle of the Dunkin' Donut and catches it, and another African catches the spear, and he says, good spear chucking, my friend. (laughs) Right. And then they go, and then he looks dead in the camera and goes, is that racist too? Jeez. (laughs) Dunkin's chocolate donuts. Can't do anything. Good grief. Catch um, and then shuck and jive and then smear blackface on his blackface just so you get the whole right. experience. <laughs> um, so yeah, I give Dunkin' Donuts 75 points because I take away 25 because they apologize. Okay, Even yeah, if, yeah. If they just stood behind it, it'd have been 100. Yeah, yeah. I, they were batting 100 and then they actually did take it back. Uh, so. Can I, can I, can I argue that? Can we bump it up to 80 because American Dunkin' Donuts apologize? Thailand is still mad as shit. Yeah, I, well, it, we only do it in intervals of 25, so I'm gonna stick with 75 for now, but I know what you mean. Uh, it, it is a little like, like, see, cause if it would have been America the whole time, I think I would have kept it at 100. Yep. Because if it started here, then it's like, oh, y'all knew. Oh, yeah. But it started in Thailand, and then America. And it sounds like they don't understand the culture. Yeah, um, and I gave him an extra 25 for the dude that didn't want to apologize at first. Yeah, he was like, mm. Like, he bumped that shit up to, like, 75, because it was, mm. like, a 50, because this really, a lot of black people won't even know about this or care. But, uh, yeah, once you threw in the dude that was like, man, fuck y'all niggas, then you got to throw it up there to 75 for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's why I give it 75. Um, another unexpected fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Oh, Before it gets jazzy. I'm about to say it is getting jazzy. Apparently, there's another bonus fucking with black people on this show. Hampton University. Really, dog? <laughs> Hampton University is putting a ban on twerking. So this is, so you find it's this real. Was real? It's real, Karen. I did the research. Okay. I didn't want to believe it. The band coincidentally comes ju- days just after after Miley Cyrus was at the VMAs. Um, they really put this in the freshman orientation mm-hmm. shit. Like they give a lecture to entering freshmen, and they th- it was called the dangers of twerking. Twerking do, do do they do do they not go to none of the parties on and off campus? Do they? They don't really, you know what? And, and this is the thing that frustrates me really, really, really badly about just old people, period. Old people are out of touch with shit and they try to say, well, we didn't do this back in our day and we didn't do this and y'all just was crazy as hell. So they want to put these ridiculous and unrealistic rules because, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I haven't heard in Hampton, like, if you have a go into like the business degree, you can't have like dreadlocks. Like they'll make you like they'll make you cut your dreadlocks off. I don't know if that's degree. true or not, and I'm not spreading no falsities. I'll no let problem. I let you like write Karen at the blackout to just start the email yeah. with Karen, and because I don't know if that's yeah, true let, or not. yeah, let, for real, let me know if that's true or not. Yeah, I don't want to. What know. I'm saying is Hampton really just by doing this, you have instantly turned yourself into a three ring twerkus. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I don't think they're gonna be able to make this twerk anyway. Yeah, During the, you know what? Niggas gonna be whistling while they twerk. You cannot make right. this twerk out. Because I mean, to me, college is about twerk ethic. Exactly. It's not about it's not about this bullshit, man. There are a lot of people that have twerked, still twerk, grown women that twerk, and guess what? They are married. They got kids. They got husbands. Some of them grandmas now. Like you can twerk and be a productive person in society. 
Well, I mean, look at Steve Twerkle. At first, he was just a nerd. Now, all of a sudden, he's the bestest. He's yummer. And right, exactly. Look at Kendrick Twerkins. That dude is a serious person, and he's, you know, he has twerk in his name, and he still is taken very seriously. You he never what? smiles. I'm not a college student, but if I was, I'd read this shit. You know what? We can't twerk. What am I here for? Yeah. You know, I'm shocked that Juicy J has not made a song yet called Twerkle. Twerkle in my pants. <laughs> You know, look at, there's a dude that has saved the galaxy multiple times named Captain Twerk. And that dude has always come ah. through his friend Spock and saved us all. I don't get why this oh. shit is a problem. So they never heard the song Whistle While You Twerk. A lot yeah. of people whistle and twerk and work all all at the same time. Dur- that's sad because that's a real song. During the lecture, ah. they said... <laughs> <laughs> We were doing puns and then Karen mentioned a song that, as a pun, that is actually a song. Like, that's I'm sad. a twerk, you know. I'm a twerk, you know. I'm a twerk, you know. <laughs> While I write this paper, I'm a twerk, you know. I'm a twerk, you know. I'm a twerk, you know. All up in I'm this lab. Twerk. What are they going to do? Are they going to have, like, the, the, the room, the RAs in the dorms walking from party to party, doing like they did in eighth grade dance, like, you're too close, right. you're too close, <laughs> eight feet apart, eight feet apart. Like, what is this? And, is, like, is not that grown. And, and Kevin Garnett going to show up and say, it's okay to twerk as long as it's tastefully done. Right. All nude, but tastefully done. Uh, like, what? And, and maybe it's just me, and I know that this is HBCU, but do you think that they ashamed of black people in their culture? Well, that's why I put this in fucking with black people because um, we've, people have been twerking forever. Yes. Uh, twerking mm-hmm. forever, especially down south. And some of the people and, that stand up there making that lecture twerked at some period in their life. So what are you talking about? Yeah, and I don't understand what they think the danger of twerking is going to be. I mean, You can get pregnant, Rod. <laughs> you're too <laughs> close. Yeah. Making it hard only, for me. Only thing is, that's harmful about twerking is that the older you get, you can't twerk the same. But other than that, yeah. During the lecture, they said students who were caught twerking, uh, presumably on Instagram or social media, could face a school penalty. I was gonna say, please let them be expelled. That would just make it so over the top. If if you twerk, you get expelled. Um, I have. Yeah, I, I, maybe this is just me. What the fuck? The university got to do with my? personal page yeah. do i sign do i sign this over to you and allow you to monitor this is this a part of my agreement to go to you because other than that how would you know as they a- sign an agreement with the nsa and they'll just fill it in your phone too much vibration on the phone you must be twerking you must be doing that uh, jiggle right there uh, as a special treat we provided you hamptons university homecoming video from 2012 there's quite a bit of twerking hike skirts and grinding so i guess uh, i have to look at that later bookmarked uh, on a previous occasion the school tried Your to ban uh karen you were right on a previous occasion nobody right the show karen was right okay guys okay we, we got it figured out oh, snap. they tried to ban locks with the idea of respectability politics in mind as reported by no you ain't radio in 2001 the dean of school of business issued a controversial ban on cornrows and dreadlocks male students enrolled in the school's five-year mba program who takes class, seminar classes cannot wear the hairstyles in class so fuck you and i'm paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to your goddamn school and you're gonna tell me how to wear my hair fuck you uh so yeah um i would just i understand what they're saying though because you don't want guys just sitting in a room all day twerking off um the i give this a hundred points for fucking yeah, with black you know people. i give it bonus points because you at hbcu fuck yeah you. so and i don't know i i don't know i, don't I, I know other people went huh I, I, I don't know that situation just makes me angry because it's stupid 
yeah i know other people have gone there and stuff and people have graduated from there k back uh with the hampton so you know i think it's just hypersensitivity about yes uh, the current hypersensitivity but really for you to jump on this party bus Mm -hmm. just shows that you there's no white schools that are doing this as far as i know now if there is please email me and let me know but at this point in time the only school that's concerned about this is a black school and for a black school to show that they're concerned about this just makes us look like okay we're diving into the dumpster of third world of, of little issues you know, there's so much problems with niggas not going to school. People not graduating for a, from a four-year university. People not being able to find jobs once they leave those four-year universities. And you're worried about twerking and dreadlocks. Nigga, what well, is wrong with your whole it's, life? It's just a big circle twerk. Um, but here's the thing. Um, this is fucking with black people segment. Okay, guys? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need y'all to understand that um, it's we're not going to discuss this as a serious issue. <laughs> <laughs> or else, or else it worked, and oh, I, I refuse. It, it, it worked. I'm sorry. I will. Yeah, I won't let it happen. So, um, and then someone sent us this, uh, from Clutch Magazine on, online, which uh says that uh to follow up an earlier post, Hampton did not ban twerking. There's a picture on the slide circulating on social media that was part of a presentation to help the university freshmen. The slide has been taken out of context. The pre- presentation was on social media and cyberbullying and was titled Sharing Your World, Your Technology. The presenter was cautioning students about posting information and or pictures that would tarnish their brand on social media sites. The slide referenced turking because of recent events to get students' attention. There was no statement about banning any form of dance or expression um so there you go guys it was taken although even in that context it seems like they're saying don't do it but yeah because because my thing is this mm-hmm. wording is everything you said hampton women do not twerk yeah. like i don't mean no hampton hump- ladies yeah, do not like, twerk like, and, everything. Yeah, and more importantly too. hampton men do not take twerkers home to mothers yes yeah, so yeah. you you directly indirect and i know a lot of people went to this school so it's, take your sexuality down ladies oh drop it down and, dro- okay. and drop it down men turn it back yeah turn it back. don't be out here getting hey. all sexually empowered and shit yeah take that sexuality down ladies all the way to the ground mm-hmm. all get low shake it around you, you need to just lower your expectations mm-hmm. all the way to the ground now wiggle with it left and right wiggle with the expectations to the left and then to the right now um, all you women who agree with what this woman's going go ahead and clap both <laughs> them cheeks make them, <laughs> make them clap <laughs> no karen what were you gonna say i'm sorry no i said i know a lot of people have went to this university had a great time wait twerk. are you still talking about this like it's no okay stop he said, no. what you you can't do this of the show Rod. we cannot no i refuse twerk man. not to twerk that is the question i, I approve twerking karen i refuse to <laughs> let you talk about this like it's serious when it's in fucking with black people it's the one yes. section where we don't talk about the shit serious and you are fucking up my, my, my section right now. <laughs> Can we, let's move on to guess the race. We can't believe we spent that much time talking about that. That's right. It's time for guess the race. The number one game show crossing America secretly in the Underground Railroad, where we all play news articles and clips and read them. And we have the guest on the show, guess the race of the people involved, and the racist ass chat room plays right along. Rashani, are you ready for some guess the race today? 
I bet they're all niggers. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, let's get, st- let's get started. He sounds like he's already in full effect. Uh, I like that. Thank you, Leonard Brothers, for noticing Karen has been killing BME all day. <laughs> all day. Uh, couple arrested for shacking up at a Home Depot. Yep. A South Carolina couple was arrested yesterday for having sex inside of a display shed at a Home Depot. Emily Craig, 20, and Sean Bowden, 31, were nabbed at the cops were called to a store in North Charleston around 8.40 a.m. Oh, my God. Okay. That's crack of dawn. Morning wood, indeed, all up in the lumber section. But crack of dawn, Karen. (laughs) Officers were... We fertilizing all these plants. Officers were dispatched to the business a reference to a male a male and female entering a display shed on the property. Oh shit. Closing the door <laughs> behind them. Closing the door behind themselves and remaining inside. There's a twerker in the display shed. <laughs> they got the twerker alert. An inspection of the outdoor sheds turned up Craig and Bodie. Craig cops noted was partially closed. The top of her dress was untied, hanging at her waist, titties swinging free. Oh, Bowden was shirtless and had ah. his pants down near his knees. His penis was exposed. Oh no! During I got them an act. Why they get so detailed? Normally they just go <laughs> two people were caught. Was hey, hold on. Was he aroused? Right. I think he was. <laughs> this joint. This joint is like uh, his his manhood was inserted, thriving into her nether regions. I'm not sure his, they didn't grab this from a his tubescent phallus. Yeah. was ready to penetrate her. Ethereal nether regions. They got this one of sex books. Near the rakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he swooned as she swooned as he entered her inside her. Bowden was certainly. was out there by the. As there was out there by the daffodils. Yeah. She said, take May me. I fertilize your lawn. She said, she take me, Sean. Take me by the sheds. Um, he took her from behind and, engor- and filled her completely. <laughs> it's always filled her completely. Yeah. Like, there was never a room reached. I'm like, ladies, is that comfortable? I'm sorry. I didn't know y'all were going <laughs> no, through No, that's not. Bowden was shirtless and had his pants down to his knees. Okay. During subsequent questioning of the duo, it became apparent that they were engaged in sexual intercourse within the shed. Craig and Bowden, seen in the above mugshots, were each arrested for disorderly conduct. Bowden was also hit with an indecent exposure count for having his genitals within public view. But she gets a pass. That's fucked up. That's Titties are not genitals. They are life saving life sustaining vessels that are called memory glands and i appreciate them not charging her ladies feel free to let them swing okay i appreciate y'all for everything y'all could do and it should not be a crime okay it, it should not mean a thing fellas you don't let them swing fellas put those dicks up i don't want to see that shit yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't care if it's double standard put that shit fellas up. put your dick away if you love hip-hop women right. grab your titties yeah <laughs> <laughs> additionally craig was charged with uh providing false information for initially giving officers an incorrect name the duo was booked in the county jail where a bond was yet to be set craig and Bowden are scheduled for september 19th court appearance guess the race of emily craig and sean Bowden. uh they are different races so they are not the same race so everyone in the chat room calm the fuck down different races guess the race of emily craig and sean Bowden. okay so i only know like five Emily's and 80% of them are white. Mm-hmm. And Emily's the next name after Becky that I, oh, yeah. And then, um, Sean, while people may think it's a black name, 
Mm-hmm. I am more than willing to say that Sean is also an Asian name more and more often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say Emily is Caucasian. Okay. And Sean is Korean. All right. Let's check the chat room. Molly Cyrus and Negro prop. <laughs> Heidi, Heidi Klum and Seal. Oh. <laughs> uh Ebony and Ivory humping together in perfect harmony. Uh he didn't say which which one was which though. <laughs> she has a pancake but he is a chicken lover. Oh. Male equal chalky, female equal deep space donut. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it would be cool to play house with the display kitchen sets white and black. Um, I know it they mad about them black genitals on that pure white woman. Ebony and Ivory ah. One who would give mouth to mouth to an unconscious dog and a fandingo warrior. Uh milk and charcoal donut. Uh what show wasn't Duncan? Uh Evo's changing his answer to deep space donut for the male, chalky for the white woman. And moon cricket male, color of grit female. So she yellow, see that's Asian. Girl white and god black. The correct answer is, is the girl was white, the man was black. Rashani missed it. We got the girl right. Let them have it. Let them have it, audience. For those who got it right. I'm trying my hardest to think outside the box. The mm-hmm. racist box that society has placed us in. No, the you- good news is you're not racist. Yeah. The right, bad right. news is you I'm can't. Really bad at this. You're terrible at guess the race. <laughs> so. Uh, if, if a cop ever asked me to give a description of somebody, we're all screwed. Let's, uh, matter of <laughs> fact, let's go ahead and do another one. A man stole his father's body from the Detroit cemetery to bring him back to life. <gasps> a man yeah, is- wake up. Bring me back to life. Bring me back inside. Save me. Sorry. <laughs> you can't help yourself. It's fine. A man accused of stealing his father's body from a Detroit cemetery with the hope of bringing him back to life was has pleaded guilty in exchange for avoiding prison oh my vincent bright should i say non too bright <laughs> am i right guys up top <laughs> 49 years old stole the body of 93 year old clarence bright from the geth cemetery in the 14th of january and stored it in a home freezer police oh, acting on a tip from other family members back to reality back to life <laughs> Back to real. However, do you want it in the fridge? However, do you need it? <laughs> what are you gonna say, Karen? I'm sorry. No, and I have a question for y'all. Other family members reported this, so did they know he did this? Somebody shit? probably went to go get some catfish out that big fridge at the walk-in. Always oh, seen in the, out there in the damn uh, ah! shed, and uh, they walked past the they walk past they walk past the interracial couple fucking, and then ah! they were like, "Hold up, uh, what the fuck is this in the fridge?" Um, I missed the shed, but I seen this shit in the freezer though. So yeah, it's friendly told on them. They found the corpse of Bright in Bright's home on Detroit's east side. Police said Bright took the body and hoped his father would be resurrected. Also like that it is now fucking August. So that means he put his dad in there and then just kind of forgot about him. It was like, you know what? I just don't know what to do with this nigga yet. I have not figured out the formula so far. I have made oh. chicken with hot sauce inside of it. That was important. <laughs> um, my, my, my theory is that he just kept putting it off. Like, I'll work on it tomorrow. 
I got him in the freezer. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I thought we buried Pop Pop 14 months ago. Why is he in your freezer? Bright pleaded guilty on Monday to charge of disinterring a body and faces uh, sentencing on September 24th. He seems to be doing well. This defense lawyer, Gerald Carafa, told the Associated <laughs> Press a conviction on the charge of disinterring a body could have brought up to 10 years in prison. Prosecutor sought a mental health examination of Bright, which found him he was competent to stay in trial. Um, so, uh, in this case of the frozen pop, who do you, uh, what do you think the race of Vincent Bright is? Oh, Papa Sean, go ass nigga. Um, now I you guess he say it's Detroit. Detroit? That makes you think black, but then you watch 8 Mile and you realize there's a whole lot of white people in Detroit. Um, and by the way, while I'm talking about Detroit, Span were in the same fantasy football league. You're going down, nigga. Yeah, um, son. Now, I'm going to say white because black people, once their parents turn about 68, they stop fucking with them. Like they put them in the home and they just walk off. White people are like, I just love pop pop. Right. Okay. Let's see. I can't let him go. Sound like he was trying, sound like he was trying to make a popsicle. (laughs) Yeah, the pop pop. Pop pop was on ice. You know what? It's too bad that brother, you didn't have a brother. It would have been a twin pop. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, brother Voodoo, Bruce Wayne, oh, snap. Future from Eight Mile, Fucking with Dead People, White, Black. Kwame Kilpatrick, uh, Cool Aid with Extra Regulars, well, Extra Sugar Drinker. Oh, Detroit Lord. make me think black, but I'm going to go sad white man. Sad white man. Ah. <laughs> that's that's my favorite description ever. Black. That just enhances it, doesn't it? Yes. Black, going off that meth, Walter White, has the world in his hands, White, one who smells like a wet dog, Celestial oh. Locust, don't see too many non-black Clarence. Uh, he knew where dad was, so I'll go White. Damn. <laughs> Tales from the Hood, Black, Brother Voodoo, Dr. Fakerstein, Necrophiliac, Cheese Lover, uh, go missing and they always find you white. The correct answer is, is black. It was what? a black man. Oh. He was black, oh. y'all. The shiny is over too. People that got it right. I, I just did not have that coming. Like, because didn't he get off? Uh, yeah, he did get off. Um, black folks, black folks don't get off on these sort of crimes. So. Well, think about it this way, Rashani. He got off because all he did was desecrate a black man's grave. That's racist. That's not even a. That's not even a fucking. We don't that, have those rights. True. That is true. We barely have ah! rights. We barely have rights when we alive. You know what? All that nigger did was help us clear out a space for the next one. Well, here, look, I feel bad about how this is going, so I won't give you a chance to go in the bonus round. Bonus round. It's time for yeah. bonus guess the race. Double, double the points, the points. double they- the racism. Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. All right. Rashani, white all in your face. Can you try to guess the race? Sorry. You you gone over two. Are you yeah. nervous about the bonus race points? This show is culturally biased. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> yeah. First time I ever heard it. Yes. Yeah, that is the first time that uh, we've been accused of that. Uh, it's like the us and the SAT got that in common. A Florida mother. Oh, Black. 
oh florida <laughs> a florida mother of two was arrested after police found her children in deplorable conditions <gasps> sadly by the way this is not the first story we've covered about a florida mother leaving a child in terrible conditions according to abc affiliate police were tipped off by a girl who called saying that she hadn't eaten in three days oh now you know you ain't ate in a while when you call the police exactly (laughs) hello now what i'm just so hungry (laughs) i couldn't even imagine getting home 911 emergency what's the issue yeah what's the food i'm starving i'm hungry i'm just so hungry just said food where are you just bring a burger please i'm, I'm, I'm standing outside of mcdonald's <laughs> they'll be like police fire department what do you need ma'am anybody need, just food i need you to bring a sandwich <laughs> no it's like this florida fire department what do you need two old beef patties <laughs> <laughs> Why does change? I'm so hungry, God. In a large Coke. Yeah. Well, officers arrived at the residence of Tammy Pierce, uh, June, July 31st. They found a 26-year-old woman lying on the floor smelling strongly of alcohol. Her children, who were dressed only in shorts, complained that they were hungry and appeared to be covered in insect bites. Oh, shit. Pierce. Well, the bugs are like, we ain't gonna starve shit. I know. Pierce, who works as a dancer and a bartender at an area gentleman's club, told the de- deputies that she had too much to drink the night before but that didn't explain the deplorable conditions of the house where the electricity had apparently been shut out uh <laughs> rotten food rotten food and flies were found in the refrigerator oh i had one too many drinks <laughs> and woke up in poverty <laughs> <laughs> i like wow, that's I, a magical trip i also like emaciated child sitting next to me <laughs> It was a one night extravaganza. <laughs> yes, it was. I baby. love that um, flies were in the fridge because, <laughs> like, what do you have to do to get flies in your fridge? Like, I, I tell you what, the, the food molds, and, mm-hmm. and what and a lot of people forget to realize maggots live in molds and maggots turn into flies. So, no, that's not true. No, oh, no, no, maggots don't no. turn to that flies. That is scientifically no. not true. Maggots turn into flies, but mold does not turn into maggots. Right, yeah. Oh, my bad. I that know maggots turn to flies. What yeah. happened was. A fly got in there, and he tweeted his homeboys and said, party over here. I'm going to let you in the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wondered, what I think, what I wonder is, was she leaving food out till it rotted and then putting it in the fridge? She might have been. Or was the fridge just left open for periods of time with flies had access? But one of those two things happened. I want to know if she's just like, you know what? I'm going to save this green burger. I, I am now concerned about the people who gave her money or stuffed money down her G-string Ugh. at the uh, strip club. Y'all might have MRSA. Right. <laughs> worst, I don't want none of that. Worst lap dance ever. Mm, um, she smelled like all sorts of fish. I'll pay you $5 to get off me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that didn't explain the deplorable conditions of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, flies in the refrigerator. Um, and they described the home as dirty and littered with cigarette butts. What kind of cigarettes? Newports? Uh, they didn't say the brand, mm-hmm. although I like the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. WPBF reported that a Palm Beach County's firefighter who responded to the scene went out and bought food for the hungry kids. Oh. They were placed in the care of their godmother. Horrifying allegations of neglect have been servicing over the past month. In June, well, I don't care about these other cases. Guess the race of Tammy Pierce, Floridian mother and stripper. God, God Tammy is such a white name, but Pierce is a black name and 
a stripper in Florida. They don't like black folks so much out there, but they love the booty clappers. And I gotta get this one right. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. She had kids who weren't eating for like three, four days. Yep. Only fat black women do that. Hmm. Um, white women kill their kids in Florida for no reason. So don't starve a kid out over nothing. She drank for a day and got passed out for three. That means she can't hold her liquor. She's white. All right, he's going with white. Let's check the chat, chat room, room and see what they believe. The chat room says, and this is for double the points, guys. Double the points. A coon bunny who lives in the pork and beans sections of Miami but can't afford pork and beans. Oh, my. If she knew how tro- how to properly twerk the covers would be full. A minority, ah. but only at an HBCU. Aww. Her twerking wasn't good enough to get brands to make her dance triple black. Tammy, equal redneck Virginia slim smoking white girl in Florida. Black, Dashiki from Don't Be a Menace. Hey, 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 Aww. I take, I have a problem with that. Dashiki had hot dogs in the refrigerator. Remember, dude tried mm-hmm. to rub it up her stomach. She was like, nah, uh, nigga, that's the, that's kid's for the kid. Lunch. Yep. And she had hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, stale piece of ah. Wonder Bread. Black because there was not a father in the picture. Aww. White, white, white as Tinkerbell. One who needs the highest of SPFs. Pancake butt twerking meth head Destiny Hope. Oh my! White description. That's a combo. I just hold on. Ultra combo. The correct answer is for all the points. White. Yeah. You did it, Rashani. Back in the game, sir. Now some of you racist motherfuckers said that only a black woman could do this. You sons of bitches. Yeah, let that one roll for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we gotta let the crowd get, get really rowdy for you. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, but yeah. Greatest correct. comeback ever, Rashani. Yeah. I'm gonna just end it there with Guess the Race, um, cause Rashani's gotta go to church. I do have one more story, but it's related to sore ratchetness. Okay. That's okay. right, guys. You gotta keep swords out of the hands of your loved ones if you care about them. He brought a sword to a gunfight and got beaned. Montesir Ishag was arrested Tuesday after allegedly charging San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department uh, deputies with a drawn sword. According to the report, the 33-year-old Rancho Cucamonga man hollered, Alu Akbar, and came after the police who stopped him with a less-than-lethal shotgun that fires beanbags. You oh, lucky. shit. You lucky, dog. Like yeah, how- they didn't have real bullets. Yeah, yeah, they must have just had accidentally brought the beanbag shotgun that day. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? It's like, why isn't he splattered all? Oh, <laughs> silly me. I put the beanbags in this one, guys. My bad. My bad. You know what? It must have been while we were playing that game. Shit. Right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I forgot my, to put my real gun in That's there. my fault. The press, uh, the press enterprise reports that deputies responded to a house after a caller told dispatchers that his son was under the influence of meth and was having a bipolar episode. Uh, look, 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 look. If you're on meth, you're not having a bipolar episode. You're on meth. You're having a meth episode. Yes, let's, let's not. <laughs> bipolar folks already get a bad enough stigma on right. them. Do not associate meth with. You know what it is? It's like, um, every episode of Breaking Bad. Exactly. A lot of shit happens, but every episode is a meth episode. And that's what ha- Maybe he is bipolar. Maybe he's been diagnosed, but he's also on meth. And meth makes people do crazy, crazy shit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, front page mag.com rather tastelessly compared Ishtag's confrontation to a famous scene in the Raiders of the Lost Ark in which Indiana Jones unceremoniously dispatches of a sore well and assailant. Um, the website also dug up social media profile to fit the suspect's name, age, and approximate location. Uh, and on the profile, he says, my sense of humor is kind of weird. It takes time to understand it, but I love to laugh. When I'm, he's not even Muslim. Ah. He just thought it'd be funny. When I'm on that mess, right? He's just like, it's a joke, y'all. You know, them Paul Mullins. I told you. Oh, you serious? My sense of humor is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't get it because I got that dry sense of humor. (laughs) See, when I ran at you with a sword and said, oh, what I really meant was friends. How many of us have? (laughs) Right. I was just trying to injure three to four deputies. Ah. It's a joke, y'all. It's a joke. I didn't cut your in my head. I didn't cut your femoral artery. That would be crazy. This um, sword ain't sharp. It's been on my mama's wall. Aww. Make sure you guys check out Rashani. Like I said, single simulcast. We were on the show like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you already listened to that episode. If you haven't, go check that one out, man. It's a Please good do. place to start. Uh, we always have a good time there. We always have a good time. We have them on our show. Go to his website, singlesimulcast.com. Um, Rashani, you still doing Sin and Solace too? You know what? I am. Uh, Adjective J took over writing the last episode because he said he wanted to, and I gotta figure out what's going on with that. So today we are recording, um, the Dream Team. Uh, Scar is back. What? Uh, kudos to that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it, it's been a long time coming, but the summer vacation's over. Um, so Scar's back. We're gonna record that this afternoon, and I'll be sure to ask, uh, Jay, would y'all two muscle-bound Negroes get out my picture? <laughs> Looking like Kendrick Lamar and... I'm, I'm a ground him. Look, um, get your dark skin, non-chest-having... Look, um... This is the part I'm using for the clip on Spreecast. Look, um... <laughs> The Dream Team is back, um, and Sin and Silas is still going. Um, Andrew J said he wanted to write the next episode. Cool. So um, if he doesn't have it done today, I'm going to start writing it in a few weeks, and we're going to go from there. But mm-hmm. um, I do want to say thank y'all for having me on. <clears throat> no doubt, man. Thanks for coming through, man. Yes. We tried to get this to work. It. Son of a bitch. We tried to get this to work <laughs> for a few days, man. I'm glad you worked with us until we could get you on, man. No problem. And now I'm going to go to um church and, and run a, a Sunday school. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Don't let them watch this. Don't let and them watch sure this. make sure they're all properly fed because it's important, apparently, that um kids get all of their food so they're not out there twerking on the side of the street for chicken with hot sauce in it. Yep. Uh, make sure you guys go to blackoutist.com. Uh, five star views on iTunes. Tweakedaudio.com. TBGWT is the code to get all your, all, your, your, your 33% off and your free shipping. And don't forget also shadowdollproductions.com. Check them out and make sure you guys go and hit them up on Twitter. Use the hashtag shorts for cancer to go ahead and, uh, you know, support them in that endeavor. Uh, until then, we'll be back tomorrow with a Labor Day edition of the show. Probably be earlier up in the day. day. Um, and uh, until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>